This episode of the Driving Well Awesome Podcast is brought to you by Heel and Toe Apparel. Go to heelandtoeapparel.com forward slash DWA to get 25% everything in their store, all their wares and stickers. Uh, and check out the new sweatshirts. They have really cool zip up hoodies and you can get them now just in time for winter. Get them as gifts for Christmas or whatever, but they're guaranteed to be most the coziest, um, sweatshirt in your collection and they're super dope looking with a manual shift gate on the front and everything so um get them now and get 25 percent off so huge savings right now using the promo code dwa25 all right guys thanks it's a driving while awesome podcast radio hour <laughs> oh god yo do you guys know what a fluffer is gto mellow grinds Oh, I got a PT Cruiser. It's a convertible. It's really cool. All oh, this smells of crayons for you. <laughs> hey, YOLO, you only have one life. If you have coilovers, no. Beat it. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good thought, guys, right there. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, I screwed up. <laughs> oh, welcome to Driving Well Awesome. My name is Warren. My name is Lane. I'm Brad. I'm Art. I'm Susan. I mean, Susan. Uh, Susan. B. Anthony or just yes. B. Yeah. B. Anthony. <laughs> Jason Camisa. Yes. How's it Welcome. going? I'm good. Yeah? Great to be back. Yeah, How's your stay? It's been awesome. How was <laughs> the memory foam mattress? Uh, <laughs> I wrote a nasty, scathing Airbnb review. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Sorry. I know it's the thin windows, right? You'll, the single pane? It was a single window. Well, <laughs> that gross bathroom? It was the bathroom. Yeah. That shell-shaped <laughs> sink yep, or something yep. about 70s tile. I don't, I don't Try know. saying that five times fast. Shell-shaped. <laughs> whatever. I haven't even been in the bathroom. No, everything's fine. <laughs> Peeing on your carpet, though. <laughs> Uh, welcome. This is a Sunday edition. So usually we would just discuss some project car updates. Do you have any currently? You don't have to say what they are, but do you have some project car updates? Every one of my cars is a project. How many cars do you own? Seven. <laughs> oh seven. shit! Throws out the be seven long spot. Come on, you been, come on. Is that really like you guys are all looking at me like I have three heads? Is that a problem? No, is that no. a problem? I have four. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, okay. four. I I only have. Three it fluctuates. And You've been up to seven at least a couple times. Do I have times. three? <laughs> well, if you count your wife's car. Yeah, if I count my wife's car, that's I only have three. Yeah. Yeah. So I have a car. I have a 914 in my, in my, on my property. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so you're somewhere between three and yeah. four. Brian, I think I'm down to four, not counting wife stuff. Oh, come on. Yeah. You're counting the Chevy, 56, Corvette, Skylark, E-Golf. How about the truck? That's so, not mine. Huh. Okay. okay. Well, that's just on the. Car. You don't have anything else in the forest that's yours? Not that's mine. Yeah. Okay. I mean, well, there's a 535 that's sitting in the forest. That's, that's you I, still under, motorcycles? I've got a couple of those, but nothing worth. Not something I can count. Yeah. You know, they fit anywhere. Yeah, we have some <laughs> lean collections these yeah. days. And yeah, three, and not including the 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 shared wife and uh, my car. You guys suck. I know. I thought no. that was driving while awesome. This is like driving while having no car. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why is Ubering oh. while cool? Hey, I'm Come driving on, while I mean, living in the city. That's we kinda... struggle to get these collections down so they're yeah, that's usable. True. But I been... sold three cars this year and I still have ten. Uh, you had seven. ten? No, I didn't. There was some overlap. But oh, no, okay. I mean, Jason, you've got to admit that. You can't drive all those on Bullshit. a regular basis. Yes, I can. Do you? So I this do, is a, this isn't a podcast. This is more of an intervention. So <laughs> yes. glad you're here. Yeah, this oh, is time. <laughs> right, hold on. If it's an intervention, let me drink. No, <laughs> your family actually contacted us. And let's let's yeah. be fair. Let's yeah. be fair. You have to add up. I think the length of each car also. 
Like if you add up the length Ownership? of all my cars, one... no, no, size wise. <laughs> Why does that feet? matter at all? Get the fuck, dude! You can. I only you just no said it. Then I have no cars. I mean, you, like you, yeah, you just said it that you can fit okay. like three uh, e golfs or or oh, golfs. So you're claiming the in, Buick is worth two and a half cars. I'm saying you got to store all this stuff. So it all adds up. I, I, I would Corvette's just like big. to point out that most people consider girth as just as important as length. <laughs> and so the width. I would agree there. I would agree there. My cars. Let me make this very. And it's how you use them. Are both. Narrow and short. <laughs> so um, there is the chance that your big behemoth Buick, um, with a not right by Jesus V6 in it, um, might count for two and a half cars. Yeah, I have a five hundred yeah. CC that I could I could easily put three Mini Coopers in the space of that car. And weight wise, that crazy. probably weighs. I bet that well, it's actually that lighter than you think. That would be 30, an interesting exercise if right. we added up all the weight and you know size of all of our cars. Who actually comes out on who top? Wins? Who's the heaviest? <laughs> yeah. Who's say. the heaviest hitter? I mean, so, uh, Jason has seven cars. He wins. Uh, yeah, not really though, because I mean the the super lightweights. Rabbits seventeen twenty. Yeah. And that's that's half of it. Oh your yeah, and you have a SEC. Lotus Elise. The Elise is nineteen ninety. Oh, you have a Lotus Elise. The Scirocco is twenty three forty. The Cabby's twenty three ninety eight. The what's next? Two point three sixteen is twenty seven sixty. Forget those are that the light. E thirty is twenty seven eighty. I love how my E thirty is heavier than my Mercedes. Yeah. And then the E Golf is I don't know four billion pounds or something. But so most of them. I think are it's like thirty three or something 30. reasonable actually. Yeah. I remember. A post you did on Instagram last year, I think it was like right around Car Week. It was like this Creeper crazy alert. spreadsheet. No, dude, he had this like oh, spreadsheet. Another fucking intervention, right? <laughs> of all the weights of his cars, and it was like it was like some Brian would put. Uh, thought, I, yeah. Wasn't that handwritten? I think I so. I, yeah, I think yeah, I hand wrote it. Yeah, um, yeah. It's because just it like occurred stood to me, up. it was a bar graph that I did. It occurred to me that yep, my see? biggest heaviest car was less. Was which, by the way, was a V8 AMG. Uh-huh. Was weighed less than the average car sold in America last year, and that was by far my heaviest car. Hmm. Um, yeah. What's the average uh, like car weight? Seven something. Wow. Yeah. And the Holy AMG crap. was thirty four and change. Well, that's um, what's nuts. The five hundred SEC weighs thirty five hundred pounds. Yeah. Like you look at the car, and it's it looks gigantic, right? And we were actually just talking about this the other night. We went out, and you know, we had some pizza in town, and like. Um, I parked the car in front of like a Camry or something and like you look at the car by itself and you think it's huge and, you know it looks wide and long and everything but it's sitting next to a modern Camry it's No that wasn't even modern it was like a 90 or it was 90, a 99 or 2000 uh, yeah, Camry so like, Yeah so it, it's almost the same dimensions it's pretty nuts right. And Brian's Buick only weighs like 30 200? Yeah, I'm looking it up right now. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's way less than And it's a 64 think. Skylark convertible, like big old behemoth. Yeah, yeah. The cars are really heavy, far heavier now than they've ever been. I mean, they have 50,000 airbags and right. all and, this stuff. I so. mean, just steel alone, just crash structure. I mean, that's... Yeah, yeah the watch, truth is, you know, it's all watch nice. Watch those crashes between like an 80s... There's one that just came out recently, 80s Sentra versus a... Oh, new oh the 91 Sentra versus the... Um, Versa or something? Versus the new Versa. That was yeah. horrifying. Actually, hold on. It was 90... I'm it's thinking like a, of the Corolla. Okay. There was a, there was a, you're right. Nissan did a, a yeah. Sentra versus Tsuru, which is the current. Yeah. Oh, and the one that's in Mexico or whatever? And they did like the new, you know, 2005 or eight or whatever Malibu versus a oh, I saw 60s that yeah. uh, Bel Air. Yep. You'd think the Bel Air would just destroy the new Malibu, right? And don't make them like they used to. <laughs> yeah. Dude, the thing. The, the guy in the Bel Air was done. Man, he's like speared by a steering wheel yeah, and totally. uh, all that was bad stuff. All that, bad. all that metal coming yeah, out. Yeah, the thing just crumpled around the person. I kept, a, I, so I gave my, I had a C43 AMG that I gave to my mom to drive because it, it was, when it was there, I drove it 
every day and it was just too easy and it was too fast. And it was too good. So I gave it to my mom to drive and I got three different phone calls from three different friends saying that she was doing really terrible stuff. Like one was like, dude, my VA charger couldn't keep up with your AMG. Your mom drives like a fucking mad woman. And I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, a hundred. She was doing like way over a hundred on the 101. And I'm like, Whoa. so I call him like, ma, like 101 is the road. It's not the speed limit. What the fuck's wrong with you? Um, so I got one of those and then another one like your your mom drives like a crazy New York cabbie and she is a New Yorker. I uh, was driving in the city and he just heard this V8. Anyway, so I'm getting all these calls from friends uh, about my mom driving this thing like an absolute maniac, which is totally cool until I saw the New Zealand and Australian government did a crash test between um, – this is the one I just mentioned, um, a, a Corolla, like a 97 Corolla and a 2017 Corolla. Um, and realized that AMG was a 98. So same vintage. And the accident was horrifying, just absolutely horrifying. The, 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 there was no chance of survival in the old car and no real chance of injury in the new car. Wow. Um, so I drove up to my mom's and I'm like, Hey, so, you know, I'm really thinking a lot about this car's getting old, yeah. whatever, blah, blah, blah. And I kind of took it, it looks back crumply, real crumply. Yeah. <laughs> and she was like, Oh, please. It's built like a tank. And I'm like, but it's really not like, it feels like it's built like a tank, but I took the car back. I took it away from her basically. And I, I bought her a golf, a brand new golf with forward collision warning and a shit ton of airbags yeah, yeah. because a new golf would just obliterate mm. a 20 year old. So AMG, but that Mercedes but the would, more. That Mercedes yeah, would be way better than that Corolla too. I mean, Mercedes was always think? like, they were always like safety leaders too. Yes, yes, kind of like Volvo. Totally. It was them and Volvo always. And totally. Like, but the, the way I looked at it was, it was a 98 C43. Yeah. But that car went into production in 92. So this is really a 92 in terms of yeah. Whereas it's a 25 year old car and yeah. any yeah. 25 year old car, even if it was a Mercedes is not going to compete against a 5,500 pound modern, you know, yeah. cap car. Especially with your mom feeling invincible with a ton of horsepower. <laughs> well, and I don't blame her. That thing was fucking awesome. It was fast <laughs> and it felt, I mean, it was so stable and rock solid at, a lot of speeds that I did on a closed course many times uh-huh. that I posted those to Instagram. Um, it, was, it still does 150 on a closed course. Um, but yeah, they really give you this, this like nineties cars are that sort of perfect middle ground where they, they feel like modern cars and they're modern car fast, but they're just not, they're mm. not when, when shit goes wrong. So yeah. Yep. Yep. Anyway. yep. Well, on that uh, was, note, yeah. was your what mom kind of... trained on the Autobahn as well? Or? Yeah, she. Yeah. Okay. The first time I ever maxed out a car in, a, in the passenger seat was my mom. Okay. She had an Opel Cadet GSI convertible. And she's like, wow, Whoa. how fast is 232? And I'm like, too fast! Slow down! <laughs> a convertible. Yeah. Yikes. Top top up. It's yeah. fun with the top down. Still, though. <laughs> down a big What's hill. the fastest you've ever gone on a convertible top down? Uh... It was a Lambo 270 kilometers an hour. So about okay. 160 something, 168 maybe. Um, it's, it's, it gets pretty crazy. Yeah. yeah. Loud. Mm-hmm. Um, Brian's been like 60 in his Buick. Down I can't tell the speedometer just waves back and forth once you get over Has 30 miles an hour. <laughs> and at I night, I can't even see it. Going. I yeah. can't even see it because all I'm, I, it's just dark dash. Right. And you went out <laughs> with the taillights. 
You're just holding on so tight. <laughs> it doesn't have a life. You're not actually death. Warren. You're just loose. You just one finger, <laughs> one finger, so, elbow uh, out, one finger. It doesn't even matter what you do with the steering wheel. <laughs> yeah, it's right. kind of floats. It's just down. mere yeah. suggestions. Exactly. That that's point. what I was gonna get. A few weekends yeah. ago, we went out for a drive in the mountains and we swapped keys. He was in the 500 SEC and I was in a Skylark. Like I swear, I would like spin the, the steering wheel like a roulette, basically, <laughs> yeah. you know, to get around here. Try to stop it. Oh, fortune! <laughs> Will it turn? We'll yeah. find out. It's, it's hilarious. It's pretty funny. Yeah, and it's all just a. Uh, turn little 185s. Exactly, yeah. It's great. Wow. It's, it's hilarious. Boat. It's a really fun new drive. All right, Project Car funny. Updates. Brian, your Project Car Updates? Sure. Um, C4 Corvette. Uh, I'm planning on doing a big work weekend this weekend with the holiday. Um, the only real update is uh, I got hooked up. Oh, this uh, episode is brought to you by Alloy Motors, your local... Oh. Uh, Oakland Hot Rod Shop. If you guys don't mind me coming up with fake where's, sponsors. Where's the money for us? <laughs> no money, but <laughs> I got a great deal on some C4 Corvette parts. Well, it's partially brought to you by them because the real sponsor is Heel and Toe Apparel for oh, this episode. But, that's right. Eh. Good call. We'll, we'll get to that later. Uh, Brian, sponsor, go. that means you have money to pay me? Go on. Exactly. Oh, man. <laughs> Appearance fee? Yeah. Dude, $1. Oh, you you had like three Diet Cokes. Dude. Yeah. This is number two <laughs> plus a bottle of water. <laughs> and those Fine. are weird half-sized Diet Cokes, too. They're yeah, like the, so the Mark those 1 rabbit cute. of these are handled Cokes. Exactly. I was um, just thinking ahead. Yeah, so a listener uh, wrote in and said, hey, I've got uh, the cure for all your C4 woes. My buddy has a parts car that he's going to get rid of, like, momentarily. Uh, you might be able to grab some interior pieces. So He wasn't um, suggesting making your car into a parts car to get rid of your woes? No, he wasn't. <laughs> Just stop, uh, stop it right there. That would be a fair uh, decision of input yeah. there, too. Uh, so uh, I call him up, and, yeah, it was the guy had it as his daily driver for a little while. He bought it in Detroit, drove it out, had a lot of fun with it. Um, and then he's... Uh, you know, moved on to other cars. It's been sitting for a while, and he just grabbed all the suspension off of it and put it onto their Lemons car, which is a Chevy Love pickup. I think I talked about this on the last podcast. Yeah, so making it the Love Vet. Um, he was super down. He's like, you know, I I, I replaced all the seals. I put new carpet in. Uh, the seats were reupholstered. The, the, they didn't do a good job. But basically, he's like, you know, a couple cases of beer and and some cigarettes, and uh, you can take whatever you want. <laughs> Typical Corvette. Typical owner. Corvette. That's just the currency of Corvette. Is, I feel like I'm just like in in my element now. Like, oh, this it's is, amazing. This is the right scene for me. <laughs> Mexican blanket just came to you <laughs> naturally too. Yeah, like yeah. I just put out my hand and it just comes through. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like a bald eagle is gonna land next to you. <laughs> My hair is growing longer in the back these days. It's just like, it's all happening. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, I guess long story short, uh, uh, you know, I went out there, I invited Art because he's right across the bay, and um, we stripped it down, and we got a lot of good parts out of it. Yeah. I got, you know, I, I, I don't have the list in front of me, but it's like all good carpet, like the black carpet in good condition. Um, uh, the seats, it's true, aren't in great shape like the bolsters just aren't really there uh and and then the upholstery is kind of loose fitting but i i don't know uh, i grabbed them anyways um door there, panels there were no door panels uh, but that's fine because i i got them the previous weekend oh yeah um so i'm good there gas it, cap gas lid doors. yes full gas door nice. um 
that was actually pretty rad. So it's a whole assembly. So it's not, you know how like there's a flip up door uh-huh. with the springs? Yeah. But the whole thing attaches to a flat panel on the back that actually is removable. So you get like this, it's like two pieces basically. Oh, okay. And so we remove the whole thing. Gotcha. Yeah, pretty rad. It looks like that car had been resprayed. We weren't sure because a lot of the like under underneath of the panels and everything, even inside like where you know the door panels had been removed, it was white. But I wasn't sure if it was like primer or yeah, it was the raw uh-huh. or the raw fiberglass or I don't know. Like mine, if you look at that, it's red, which was the original color mm-hmm. of the car. So I guess it was a white car originally. I yeah. think so. Yeah. Or he did mention that um, kind of a funny story that uh, he bought the car. It had a salvage title, so he got a really good deal. Um, because the, the, uh, ex owner or the previous owner's ex-wife had gone to town on it with a hammer and, oh. uh, and broke every single piece of glass, uh, and actually put holes into the body. So maybe it was resprayed at that time. I don't know. <laughs> Probably. Probably. So, yeah. Just wanted to throw it out there. That's just Corvette life, you know? Things <laughs> happen. Sense, yeah. That was Tiger Woods doing these days. Yeah. <laughs> um... Uh, I guess a couple other notable items. So the dash pad was actually not in great shape. That had uh, a couple cracks. So it's just, I didn't even grab it. Um, I took the top, uh, which is painted black. By the way, Jason, the C4 that Brian has needs everything. (laughs) I'm just sitting in here going, what? Like you, you need a whole nother car. Like this. Well, the first parts car that I went to look at, the first thing I Googled was, can you swap over every body panel? <laughs> of a I, was, I was literally going to grab every body panel just and just leave the VIN. Swap just, the VIN plate. It's easier. Just get another Corvette. And that, the thought was we tried clear and present. On. Yeah. We're now all the way in. We're into this wow. thing. Yeah. <laughs> into this thing. I wouldn't say we're all the way in. Okay. Oh. We're far. I'm I'm trying to I'm getting by with cheap stuff that comes yeah, in. Yeah, I put I like down it. my hand and seeing what comes, you know. Yeah. Hey Brian, you don't like washing cars anyway, so who cares? As long it's as the it perfect drives, right? paint for me. Yeah, I know exactly. Rhino liner gray. Yeah. You should just re Rhino liner it. Like, I well, I need just to now roll I... it on with a roller, and it's yes. like it's a uh, it's perfect like chaos, right? Didn't it's they, uh, didn't uh, they do a MythBusters episode that we saw to actually reduce the coefficient of drag by having like a oh by speed bumps, right? I forget which it's the golf ball theory. So you can. Hypermile, your new Corvette. Yeah. Oh. Which they're kind of good for, actually. I don't know if you have an experience with them, but I was Miles talking about the, very the gas mileage. The... It's, it's a nice slippery shape. Mm-hmm. And then they... High gear. You know, yeah, they three high, overdrives. Do, yeah, three yeah. overdrives. <laughs> you really do. It's kind of weird. So you're getting like all of like in 19, 18 on that? Which is pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> for a car that does 0 to 60 in 41 seconds. Yeah, <laughs> it's great. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. Speed is not uh, its forte. Speed. <laughs> what is its forte? Handling. Picking up chips. Uh, handling. Bad handling? Because bad handling can be a forte. I don't know. I don't want to jump to conclusions. I haven't really given it a, its uh, its run in the back roads. I'm hoping it's better than bad. We're working on getting all four tires the same Oh, right. Size. You've got Let me say wheels. this. Let me say this. It's better handling than the Skylark. That's not saying much. <laughs> well, I want to start with a low bar. I've driven golf carts that are... Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Anyways, I have a V8, Warren. What do you got? What do you got? Dude, you got anytime you want to go on a little drive. But uh All right, I'll take that challenge. You did get a full set of uh that's the big ticket. Fully sized wheels or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, so a full set of sixteen by nine and a half inch wheels. Because he did discover that not all the wheels matched as well, in addition to the tires not matching. <laughs> they made different Corvette wheels, okay, yeah. apparently. So yeah, and uh, yeah, the front left was a sixteen by eight and a half and the rest were sixteen by nine and a half. Oh that's cool. <laughs> that seems really kinda neat. dangerous in a way, but I think it was fine. Yeah, it's totally know. fine. So now I now I have a no, a, a new set. Um, and I those tires the, are really good, but they're twelve years old. Yeah, right? 
Yeah. So Art, you were involved in this yeah. dirty yeah. ass Corvette. Just ripped it apart. Yeah, it was really fun. He helped a ton. It was it was, yeah, it was great. Really awesome to have a I was extra glad set that I was the, well there were two two kind of like um What's it, what do we call it? Sort of epic moments, let's say. <laughs> uh, the first one was when I discovered, because, you know, we had like shit everywhere and we we're pulling things apart that, but once I moved a, a piece of something, I noticed that the armrest had uh, a Corvette emblem uh, embroidered into it. And so we knew we had to take that piece. Oh, yeah. So, Just put that on the wall. So we got that one and then there was. Brian, bring that to I, work. What I, we, we could not figure out what it was, but it, it really looked like a cock sock. <laughs> Dude, it was this weird thing. It was like new parts in new, plastic. And it was in packaging. And, and it's it was like, like a, it's like a, I mean, it's going to be really hard packaging. to describe. Oh, it's easy to describe. It had a place to put a rod in and, and a place to hold balls. I mean, so it was like. It's like a, it's like a, a vent thing, but the shape was like straight up like a penis. A vent thing? Like, like, like a mesh that you it was put a mesh like for replacing sock. like a vent cover like a or something? Face. I don't know. What is, I don't even know what you guys are talking about. Cover. It's going to be something that's very hard to describe but art, art found it very funny <laughs> there's yeah. no picture of this <laughs> no i forgot it's hard you of all people oh, i have Jeez. it he told me to bring I it i thought you were gonna bring it but it's corvette branded no <laughs> no no oh, actually was it I, I wouldn't have brought this up on the podcast <laughs> yes. i think it's very hard to describe no, that's yeah. that's one of the two exciting moments <laughs> that was the coolest yeah the two coolest parts <laughs> of this whole endeavor um oh yeah and you got the hatch yeah and so yeah. i got the whole rear hatch the whole whole rear Where'd window you fit all this though I borrowed Colin's truck. Is that, that a pain in the ass to get the hatch off? Seems like it'd be no. super easy, actually. Huh. Yeah, I mean, just, yeah, you just need two bolts and some shocks or something. Yeah, yeah mm. pretty much. Cool. Yeah, the shocks were good, which you didn't have. Yeah, good and, enough, yeah. I guess. <laughs> and the, <laughs> they held the thing up. Well, the, the reason we decided to take the hatch is because he has tint on the rear hatch, right? So that's yeah. one thing to point out. Yeah, so, so it's easier to remove the fucking hatch and install it than to try to remove... Twenty-year-old Corvette life. Corvette life being pretty rough these days. Corvette <laughs> life. Um, yeah, so that's that's good. You any chrome Sweet. accessories? I did. Sweet. There was uh like all these uh, little Corvette badges and everything uh -huh. still in the bags. Oh, that's cool. And mine are kind of hazy, so that's nice. good. I have a close-up shot of one of your bad Oh, your rear badge. It's really nice. Sounds inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have to say, this shop is rad. Dude, I walk in, he's got a Lancia Delta Integrale sitting Whoa. there next to some crazy four-door Buick, but like all these other like crazy-ass hot rods, like he's doing builds for Hot Rod Magazine where they're doing regular updates on some paint bodywork, but there's just this giant drag race motor, and this guy's, without me prompting him, talking about his style is more like... Uh, steel wheels, white letters out. <laughs> and Jason just is like my soul thing. sister, like, is, dude. I was like, and all all these like he had these sixties hot rods, uh, and they were all like the style that I like. Like you know, I I was trying not, not to be not creepy and flash, say, like, just kind of yeah, yeah, exactly. Like mismatch wheels, you know? like you know, working dude, man. There was a sixty four Buick Skylar convertible in there what? in the shop. It wasn't his, but it was like one of the projects. I bet had a V eight. Yeah, yep. the aluminum one, yeah. Because <laughs> that's God's motor. Yeah. That's God's motor. It's God's Dude. will. But outside was this fucking root beer metallic brown, like Z28 Camaro. Oh, um, Mid-80s, nice. nice I don't color. know what year up. And it was so fucking cool. It Wasn't Dude. it like two -tone? It had like the tan bottom yes. too with the IROC wheels was, and shit it on it? It was metal flake like brown minty. over it was so rad. tan, and the interior was perfect. He just bought it the previous day. 
Um, the did you take had pictures the of this? Put them on Instagram or anything, dude. Uh, dude, we're so dude. There was a lot of work to do, bro. Yeah, yeah. I didn't take a good picture. I'm you of all people, dude. I know. I took pictures of all the. I didn't. I didn't get a picture of the cock sock, but I got pictures <laughs> of everything else. And and uh, no, yeah, well, but, so he's gonna be at Radwood with this with this car at the second at, at the one next oh, year okay. that's in our area. The mm-hmm. one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. the Hooptycon one. Yeah. Nice. The lemons one. Sweet. Um. But it is it is perfect Radwood, and he was loving it. It's like his new daily driver, and he's just like a fucking high school rock star, basically. You know, living that dream. smoking cigarettes, smoking cigarettes, fucking t tops. Yeah, it's got a three fifty with a t fifty six six speed. I think that's the, the six window. speed. Six speed. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, like the previous owner put a lot of money into it. Unfortunately, he did like some chrome pieces under the hood too. Uh-huh. Shocking. A bit tech. Dude, <laughs> the fucking craziest thing. I wish I would have taken a picture in, in the center console. There's a giant clock at the, on the armrest. Like flavor, flavor, flavor. Straight up, dude. It's huge. <laughs> it is amazing. I, what? I, this car needs Why like a full Why did you take feature. a picture of that? I was just it, business time, man. Yeah, business time. Well, hey, you'll have time to look at it when it's at Radwood. Yeah, in, like in three March, months, four yeah. months. Yeah, there was a split moment there when I did. Remember, we were talking like, hey, "Can you wrap around and like take a couple pictures of that to post it or something?" As I was leaving, is that what you were talking about? Maybe. I, for I was gonna take pictures. That's yeah. as far as I got, Lane. I'm sorry. You guys are pieces of shit. <laughs> we are. We are. Yeah. Uh, also, I just feel like uh, it's fun to talk about how I blow it in general with uh, project cars. Fucking bleeding my clutch uh, slave cylinder. Uh-huh. So I actually got this. You had offered Lane to uh, give me yeah. the power bleeder. Yeah. I just got one. I, I ordered uh, one off yeah, Amazon, like 20 bucks. bucks. Oh, you got a really cheap one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like a motive. It's not like a motive power bleeder power thing. Bleeder. Dude, you know that. It's, it's like, like the, the pump. Oh, oh, you got one of those shitty ones? Those suck, womp. dude. Do that. It didn't work well, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't think it's the tool's fault. Which tool? The yeah. tool or the person? The tool, yeah. the tool who spent so, twenty bucks on something. Yeah. I've yeah. tried to use those. They're, they don't just uh, get a motive. Uh, yeah, just get a motive. A pump motive. Pump. Yeah, it, that it has brand like, name. Yeah, it has the the chamber. Okay. Where you build up the pressure in it, and then you okay. push the you have the fluid in there, and it pushes it through the system. You have like a pulling thing. What does or, this? Does this like put the whole system together? Like you put a cap on the yeah. master cylinder too? Yeah. Right. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> that, just, that just in case fancy. you do actually do this yeah. do not pump it to like 35 or 40 psi <laughs> because that reservoir will blow clear the fuck off of the mask uh, and will douse your entire garage and break fluid why would you do that because it's because just it will of... gauge on those motives it's, like, yeah, it's so stupid it goes up to like 25 or 30 <laughs> yeah, yeah, psi yeah. and then yeah. you're like oh i gotta 12, keep going it's and just you know even mine you know i'm pumping it up and it's like you can pump it build pressure and then it'll just kind of start siphoning off some of the uh the air bubbles, and so I was like trying to build it well, up. Is this and is it... a pump or a vacuum? Uh, it's a it's a vacuum. It's a vacuum. I'm I'm yeah. pulling vacuum. Yeah. Anyways, I uh, so I I've never used a, a a vacuum pump at all. I usually just do the uh, you know I'll pop it and yeah. uh, and pump it you holding. Know, on the yeah, or you, there's a way yeah. you can do it with by yourself, Pumping, uh, floor, yeah. you know, yeah. just with the little drain thing. But um, I end up going all the way. You know, I'm I'm trying to get that suck the air out, uh, and all of a sudden it like breaks free, and there's like all this air coming through. And I'm like, oh shit! There was like a big air pocket, and I look up and I just fucking drain the master cylinder, <laughs> oh, <laughs> introducing like you know all the air. So then I gotta drain. I basically start from square one and start and start over again. Mm. And I've just never been. I've never done the the vacuum thing before, and I 
Yeah. So wait, Blew did it. you do it? Motive. Yeah. yeah well, motive. <laughs> well, I've, I've, uh, I, I did a few more passes and I've, I've got more work to do now. I'll bring mine home tomorrow if you want to borrow it. That would be great. Yeah. I'd appreciate that. Yeah. So you got a big weekend. Set yeah. Aside. And so also I'm like trying to source parts because the back brakes are totally clogged up, frozen. I, uh, you know, I'm, I'm trying to find parts for if I need to replace the calipers, uh, which is kind of just a maybe. Like I might just need to beat on them with some with a hammer for a little bit to free up anything. <laughs> you, you guys are laughing. Is that not a normal technique that you guys use? I don't think so, dude. Yeah, dude, you free it up. It's been frozen for a while. The second you touch the pedal, it's just gonna. It's just well, here's what's happening right now. So there. So I look after a whole trip from Las Vegas this to Santa great. Cruz. This is good. Pull the rear wheels off. There's the there's rust, surface rust on the, <laughs> the rotors in the never, back. The pads have never touched the. Oh, rotor. they've never oh, touched. There's no way back there. <laughs> don't touch it. Don't fuck with it. It's better off that way. I may do that for Radwood actually, uh, just to make it down, but. Um, yeah, I tried to I tried to bleed air out and, or, or or bleed fluid out, and there's just nothing. It's just rock hard pedal. I can't. Nothing's coming out. I even I pulled the bleed screw, and you know that. So I don't know. I I don't have a lot of experience with completely frozen be, brakes. But it could also be rubber lines that will over time they'll swell and swell and swell until they're oh until it yeah. So you maybe in for doing. I was gonna kind of go back up the chain and see what happens. Uh, I was gonna, fun. I was gonna beat on the calipers with the hammer first. <laughs> what a shitbox! You are. Well, congratulations on this. Every single item on the car is fucked. Yeah, but it made it all the way from. It made it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It and it it, it drives yeah, it, okay. It like, sounds fine. Yeah. yeah. The, dude, even the exhaust is so fucked up. It's uh, there's two. There's, it has those ugly tips. <laughs> they took the Corvette tips off. Okay, but so the, like the mufflers, the mufflers have two exits out of each side. So there's four exits. Ooh. There's two that are fucking twelve inches long each, like an actual <laughs> exhaust tip. And then for some reason they just chopped off the other one, so it ends like but it does, way before the bumper. But it does. It's an outlet. It's an actual. It's an outlet. So there's so some, there's you only <laughs> see two. Four, there's only out before your bumper. Yes, oh, on shit. each side, and it's just hacked off like with a plasma cutter or something. I cannot understand nah, the logic. Dude. It's full crackhead logic on the entire <laughs> thing, dude. Freaking duct tape for door seals and all this. It's bad. He bought this car. Oh it's God. bad. But I got, new, get, I got new door seals. You should get those weekend, Chevy so. bow tie exhaust tips. <laughs> Good, Good call, Glenn. Good, Good call. Tips that... Yeah. Whoop, whoop. Hey, whatever anybody wants to hand down to me, I'm down to install. <laughs> Whistle. Yeah, yeah, that's the rule. Uh, so is that Sorry, it that for your project updates? Yeah, that is. All right, do you have anything? I got nothing. Nice. I don't have anything either. I um, proactively replaced the rest of the fuel lines on the van again uh, a couple days ago. That was kind of a pain in the ass, but that's done. Then I did some exhaust work to the E30. Um, exhaust work. It's back to how it should be um, mm. after smogging it. And uh, it seems okay. So that's where I'm at. No okay. missing? Nope. Yeah. Not at the moment. Mm. No misfire. You guys suck. I changed 39 quarts of oil last week. Whoa. I was so proud of myself. Jesus. I did three oil changes on the on the Scirocco, breaking in the motor. And then I did oh, five, four other cars. Um, and I realized 39 quarts of oil and three quarts of tranny fluid. And I'm like, where the, what am I going to do with this? Dude, yeah. really? So I, I yeah. went to O'Reilly and the guy's like, I'm sorry, no commercial oil. I'm like, ain't commercial? I'm just a <laughs> hoarder. Weird. Just changed all my oil. Yeah. It's like, man, how many fucking cars do you have? I mean, they were all laughing at me. Yeah. It was a wow. Wow. Well, what kind of oil do you use? 
Uh, every car gets something different. So. Oh my! Yeah. Wow. That's so now look at how happy that really? is right now. Yeah, that's <laughs> a big smile. Yeah. What, what Dude, are the brands? Really? What so are, the, the, the Volkswagens, uh, you know, Mobile One. I was always done Mobile One fifteen fifty, but now they have five fifty, which means the, the engine can actually turn over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's yeah. no longer like. Yep, yep. So five fifty Mobile One on the on the Volkswagens once they're broken in, but the Scirocco isn't yet, so that's getting ten forty Castrol. Uh, well, how GTX. long is the breaking period then? Uh, I'll do the first change. So I did, I did on that car. I honed it. So mm. I honed it with like the block in the car. So actual ghetto style. So just to make sure that all of the carbide dust didn't make its way through the motor, mm. I did one oil change at 25 miles and then another one at, uh, 1100. Um, so now I'll do this one will be conventional until 3000 miles, mm. but I won't make it there because I'm going to rebuild it again. Cause the, this is the third build on this block that I cannot get the oil rings to seat. So uh, it's still uh, this isn't just for the Volkswagen gods. You're actually doing this, this for is, a reason. I got to do it for a reason. Yeah. The, the first one was using a quart every 180 miles oh, at nice. first, which then got up to like a quart every 380. And I was all proud of that. Wow. <laughs> Ripped that out and uh, did new rings again. And that one started at a quarter every 380 where the old one left off. And I was like, oh, this is a really good sign. And then leveled off at a quarter every like 600. So it's like BM, modern BMW. Yeah, numbers. exactly. Like just many yeah. BMW. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then this one is using a quarter every almost 1,000 at 1,000 miles. So that's it's way better. But I still – they shouldn't use as much oil. And so something, something is – I'm going to throw the block through the window of the machine shop that cut it because I think they probably just bored it out without a torque plate on it and just it's it's just not, not uh, a good bore. Hmm. Oh well. Um so they get that. The Mercedes gets mobile one zero forty, the Lotus gets cast I think it's a no, it's a Valvoline at once ten ten forty. Every car has its own hmm. spec. And then for tranny fluid we use them. Redline, yeah. God, Ooh. you know, Red, so good, all of us huh? old VW guys, we like we lo- MTL was like all old Volkswagen trannies. If you guys <clears throat> don't have old VWs, grind into second when they're cold, and I mean like with twenty eight thousand miles on it, my Scirocco refused to go into second until it was fully warmed up. The Lotus. Uh, and then, by the way, you put MTL in it, and it's just perfect at all times. Um, the Lotus always grinds going to third when it's cold. Huh. And I have, like, the original service records from the original owner brought it in at 800 miles and said that it was doing it, and they told him it was normal. What transmission's in that? Toyota. It's so a it's Toyota, a, yeah, yeah. It's just a Toyota Corolla, huh. six-speed. Um, and uh, so once it's warmed up, it was fine. Yeah. But I put MT90 in it, which is the correct weight, and, like, immediately it's perfect. Yeah. That stuff is just, like... My 944 had a Swepco, mm-hmm. and... It, when it was cold, it would grind second gear. I'm like, man, this, this sucks. And I was like, all right, I'm gonna, I guess I'll try doing the oil. And I did MT90, never ground it's, since. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, they That's should what be we would use a blank yeah, app for all the all the race cars. We would use yeah, the bonus trivia. Where's Redline? Uh, uh, I know of. this one. There uh, is it. Conquer? Oh, you know this one? They're <laughs> the East Bay, right? Yeah, Benicia. Benicia, really? really? Yeah. yeah. I'm going to go so straight to them, see if I can Gotham get. City-looking motherfuckers over there. They're big smokestacks. Yeah. Huh. Redline. Whatever it is, they make some. I know. Stuff. And water wetter. All the cars get oh, water yeah. wetter. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just such a Redline yeah. fan. Except yeah. the one thing about Redline is it leaks out of every transmission. So we'll see if the Toyota... Dude, mine, mine leaks out of my E30, too. And oh. I, it didn't used to before I switched hmm. to that. Yeah, it leaks, but it works. Yeah. Where? Just, just out of the rear out of the seal? Rear the drain, yeah. Everywhere. I don't just remember. seepage or is it no, actually? No, it's just seepage, yeah, but yeah, it's, yeah. it's pretty wet. You just have a dirty transmission. Just wild case. cars. Pretty dirty. Yeah. That's fine. 
Who doesn't love a dirty tranny? <laughs> Come on. It's true. It's America. Yeah, I used to live on Post Street. You know? Brian. Was the name of my game. Yeah. Brian, you posted on, someone was like steam, or doing some cleaning on an engine part. Not me. On Instagram. Someone was. Okay. And you commented, can I use that on my entire car? <laughs> or can, can they clean oh, an that, entire Corvette? Uh, a Corvette? Well, yeah. What was that? It's like a degreaser. You just wanted yeah, to know. Yeah. It wasn't degreaser. It was like a was laser. Like... Ali, Racing Ali finished a part or something, and it was like it was laser like... etched cleaning or something. something. Yeah. You know what you need? Uh, no, electrosonic cleaning. Yeah, yeah, it was electric. Oh, I was like, yeah, can you do that for a full C4? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to yeah, leverage our, our, our homies at uh, Donut Media. See if Gum Out will sponsor your car. You can gum out your entire car. Dude, if somebody wants to clean my car, I'm for that. <laughs> Make it happen. Like, just dip it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Of gum out. Yeah. Dude, I want to talk about your Lotus Elise at some point. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that's a that's like a bucket list car for me. So, wait, we never got through your whole collection right now. Yeah, we're still on Project Car Updates. Okay. okay. All right. So, I think we're done with Project Car Updates. Oh. I think we're done. Sorry, yeah, bored. boring today. Yeah, that, sorry. Um, Maybe we can start at the beginning. First yeah. cars. What What did you have? What got you going? Uh, so the first, I mean, at 14, I bought a 72 Super Beetle with a friend of mine for 200 bucks. And, we and this, stupid. and you, so you're growing up in New York? This was in New York. Yeah. And people have car, like, is it Manhattan type of New York? Or no, what? Westchester, right, right, right north of the city. But okay. at 14 year olds do not have, have cars okay. there. So he found it. I don't even know what was wrong with him. Um, and, uh, we, I remember we, it's a hundred bucks each. We named it Alexis and it was a, a flat windscreen 72 blue super beetle. It was so cute. And, uh, we changed the spark plug wires on it and it never ran again. And then <laughs> we didn't have a, that much. So it ran and then you put the, oh, we drove it. So the best part, his poor mother, his poor mother was pregnant with his brother and she was on bed rest. And so all we did was drive it up and down the, like through the neighborhood, like <laughs> animals jumping it over the curves and stuff. And we'd get back in and it's, this is my best friend from school named Jason. And so we'd walk in the house and we'd hear, Jason! And he'd be like, oh, I'll, t- I'll handle this. And he'd go upstairs and she'd be like, I heard you tra- driving that fucking beetle. And he was like, I don't know what you're talking about, mom. She couldn't get up to look out the window. Oh, God. Like, totally. Like, you're just full of it. Oh, God. We're terrible. Anyway, we uh, changed spark plugs and wires, never got it started. And then his stepfather, rather wisely, uh, had it crushed while we were in summer camp. Oh, damn. Um, so that was that, you think you screw up the firing order or something? Probably. Yeah. And well, we tried it so many times we couldn't get it right, but who knows? Mm. And what I mean, else? Was, yeah, those engines run forever in was, all conditions, basically. I mean, if all you're ever doing is pulling the spark plugs out and putting it back in, there's really not much you can do yeah. to fuck it up. But yeah. 14, the first time you're, I'm ever doing plugs. You could have been sabotaged by family and friends. I, we probably were. Yeah. yeah. Like, um, totally or were, our, yeah. our own incompetence is what yeah, actually sabotaged yeah. us. Did you... Twist the distributor, maybe, or something. Oh, totally. <laughs> 180 degrees. Yeah, like, Who knows? I mean, I didn't know what a timing light was. Yeah. I mean, you got to start somewhere. Um, and then we moved to Germany, and I bought another a 73 Beetle 1200 with another friend of mine. This was 100 marks, which was 60 bucks. Wow. And that was a disaster. But that one, we fixed. We got it, like... All done, everything was perfect on it, and we go to go through TÜV, which is the big tech inspection, and he gets through the whole car, and it was like a lot of things that he's like, I shouldn't let you pass, but we're like, please, and it was the <laughs> last day. If the car's not registered for six, I think it was six months or a year, whatever it was, you then have to go through a, a main inspection, which like new cars don't pass, so there was oh, no God. way. So this was our, our one shot to get this car through, and he passes us and it's all good he's lowering the lift and something fell off and he was like oh hold on let me look raises the car back up and a piece of under underbody like undercoating had fallen off exposing a massive crack in the front axle mounting and he was like yep like it's over forget it not happening and so we junked it 
drove it doing a burnout onto the uh, onto oh, the truck. So brutal. That was my first two cars. And what was the first car you like fell in love with slash you know got you hooked? My Scirocco. And what I, you mean like that I bought and yeah like yeah. yeah bought the Scirocco when I was twenty. Okay, I've had that or twenty one whatever it is twenty years twenty and a half years ago. Dude, long time. That is that is a long time. I was time. a little boy. Yeah, I'm an old man. Um, it could have been like a you know something really valuable. Scirocco values. Haven't done too I bought much. It. It's, it's exactly the same. Yeah, yeah. It's worthless. Right. It's wor- I bought it with 28,813 miles on it for 1,500 bucks. <laughs> and it's still worth 1,500 <laughs> yeah. yeah. But the good That's thing is funny. I don't care about like yeah. miles on it. It's no, got 118,000 right. on it now. I don't I still care. Nothing yeah. I mean, I've put 90,000 miles on it. And it's, you know, it's just, it's my roughest car uh, of like of my sort of collection cars because I drive it and I still won't I won't park it outside. It's not allowed to see UV light or water or anything else. <laughs> but, UV light. Oh man, you and Art need to really bond. <laughs> well, you know those dashes crack and everything, but yeah. it's no, it's 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 nice, but it's a driver. Yeah, um, and that's that car. I had never I'd never sat in one. I bought it sight unseen um, in Florida. And Those have a great interior. Does have a great interior. It's so have, cockpit-like. It and does. Just, yeah, so cool. cool dash and black leather. Yeah. Did it have the Euro headlights when you got it? No. Fully stock mm-hmm. when I got it. It was one owner, and um, I, I first thing I did was lower it and put the Euro lights and bumpers on it, um, which it really needs. I mean, those mm-hmm. U.S. bumpers suck. They're yeah. enormous. Enormous. What else has been done to it? I know you mentioned a few rebuilds. <laughs> I'm on engine rebuilds, number seven. Right, seven. Um, seven hundred eighteen thousand. Well, well, but there was fuck? nothing wrong with the original one, and then the, there, I, I, it was a one eight. So they were originally one eight with one hundred and twenty three horsepower. Mm. This is a two liter with about one hundred and seventy five. Um, and I never really I had one major engine failure. Um, I was racing a Honda and winning and, uh, it sucked a, a quart of oil up through the PCV and the, into the intake because the guy that had built the engine long story with that, uh, put the wrong dipstick in it. So it was a quart over. Oh, dang. Um, and I didn't know. So <laughs> I swapped the motor in the car, put oil in. And then at some point, like must've checked it. It was like, Oh, I guess I only put 3.3 quarts in instead of 4.3. And mm. what Honda were you racing? Um, it was a like a ninety two to ninety five hat the the yeah. hatchback the clamshell hatch yep. with, with a GSR motor in it. Damn, you were beating um, that. Oh yeah, yeah they're twenty three hundred pounds at one hundred and one hundred and seventy five yeah. horsepower. Yeah, yeah. Pretty, yeah. Um, yeah, and those 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 hatches were like twenty five hundred pounds. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know about the same horsepower. But yeah. I got them off the line, and and then I'm just ah, and it just kind of lost power, and I looked up and just saw white out of all three oh. mirrors, and I'm like, oh fuck, and yeah, damn. That was not good. You didn't have VTEC. That's what happened. <laughs> but it's, uh, but it's good. It's got coilovers on it. So it's full suspension's been done. Brakes are stock. Um, but just a lot of visual and little tweaky mods to it. That's yeah, a pretty car. I've seen pretty pictures sure. of it. It's like, is it silver? Or is Flash it like silver? A, yeah. Is it, yeah silver. It's like a champagne kind of silver. Yeah, kind of champagne Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I was wondering. Yeah. And funny enough, the Cabriolet, which is my other Mark One that I, I daily drive basically, um, is the same color. And the Mercedes, the 2.316 is smoke silver, which smoke is silver, such a yeah. similar color. Which like, is gold. Yeah, yeah. Goldy cars. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Wow, that's but, cool. So, any cars in between the Total Beater Beetles t- uh, and the the Scirocco that are notable? Yeah, so the, those I never drove, and then so the Beetles I never actually like had a mm. license and <laughs> really drove. Um, when I moved back to the states, I put a deposit down on an eighty-seven three twenty-five I. This was in ninety-four, um, and my mom was like, "You're not having a BMW as your first car," and I can honestly say. 
everyone holds all these horrible things against their parents. My mom was great as a, as a mother. She fucked up once and she fucked up big <laughs> and it was, she wouldn't let me have any 30. Damn. <laughs> so I leased a 94 Corolla DX. Oh, high speed. But it was DX that had, had the one eight. It was, 150 <laughs> but it was a DX. <laughs> um, and I will never forget. She was, we had this huge fight. She was like, you're not having an old car. What if it breaks? I'm like, I'll fix it. And whatever. So she's like, you, I want you in something new and reliable. And the E30 wasn't that old. No, it's like seven years old. Yeah. Yeah. So the joke of, of was, this was my quote, new and reliable car. I lemon lot it. What? I, I mean, I had 49 really? trips to the dealership. What the hell? Before they finally fixed it. And what year was this car? 94. Okay. 49 the, 49 trips. trips and That's the only reason. I, well, I didn't, but I didn't know about Lemon Law until 45 or 46 and then I filed it. And the, the reason they finally fixed it is while the guys from Southeast Toyota Division were driving the car, the engine fell out. Literally what? the subframe fell out what of the car the and they hit what a bus stop. Up? Well, what happened was well, the reason I had all these awkward tire wear, like I had really weird tire wear. The car was pulling all over the road. It just drove like shit and it was just getting progressively worse. And finally I left it at one of the dealerships and I'm like, you guys can tow it to the other dealer. I'm not touching it. I was scared to get in this car. Like it pulled really hard one way under acceleration and pulled like pulled the like right under acceleration. Built left. like not square or something. Well, as it turns out, there are four bolts holding the subframe on in that car. Three, by the time they crashed it, three were missing and the fourth broke while they were driving it. And so the subframe fell out. Basically. So they were just loose the whole time. Yep. And they never noticed it. They never noticed it. That's 49 ridiculous. Trips. Um, so yeah, so my quote, new reliable car wound up uh, being a disaster. Way to stick it to your mom, right? Yeah. <laughs> I showed her I got that E30 years later. Yeah, and, nice. Uh, so yeah. I, I remember when I was in high school, a, a friend of mine's sister, like we were like sophomores or something, and, and she was a senior, had that car. And is that the one that has like SRS airbag embossed in the dash, in the, dash in the passenger side? Yep. Whoa, and I actually thought that, I thought that was kind of cool because it was like yep. really big text yep. too, right? It was huge. It was, it was super like weird. Two inches tall. Yeah, two, yeah, two inches tall. That um, was a good little car. Uh, so this <laughs> Yeah, random, yeah, great. Random little segue, but um, there are people who actually modify those, put the 20 valve 4 AGE motors in those. I don't know if really? you've seen that. Yeah, no. so they get the A, it's the AE111 like setup, basically that, that motor. So it's like, you know, high revving, it's like 8,300 8, RPM redline, 180 horsepower, little, little 1.6 liter. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and they fully deck them out, you know, suspension and everything. They have like these weird like JDM headlights that are like smoked out and everything. You should check them out. It's super, it's like a really weird scene, but they actually sure. can build them to handle and everything. It was, it was, wasn't bad. I mean, everyone laughed. You guys laughed when I said 94 Corolla DX. But, you know, in terms of like getting a new car as an 18 or 90, however old I was, 18 years old. Oh, dude, that's like it was, way nicer than most of our first cars. I mean, yeah. any of us would have wanted a new car back then. Hell yeah. And yeah. I have videos. You should see the burnouts this thing did. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's you know? why the subway oh got yeah. 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 <laughs> After it was all fixed. The joke was I never did anything horrible to this car mm. until that happened. And once that happened, I'm like, well, it's, you know, it's all wrecked already. Yeah. Who cares? Because I made them fix it. They were like, we're just going to give you a new car. I'm like, the fucking hell you are. The 95s lost 10 horsepower and they had crappy cloth. <laughs> like you're fixing my 94. And they're like, why do you care about 10 horsepower? I'm like, it's only got 115. Like what's wrong yeah, with you people? That's huge, man. Um, so yeah, so my reliable car was. That's but, funny. Anyway. Interesting. And so from that, you went to the. The Scirocco. The Scirocco. Yep. Oh, wow. Um, which I've, 
never once really considered selling from the Dang, moment I got that's, there. That's, that's a pretty really cool. unique story. Like, not many people just keep a car that long. I know. And I, it's so, like, it's so not me. Like, I don't do front-wheel drive, usually. Yeah. I don't do coupes. Like, Wait, you have three I know. Volkswagens. I, well, okay, look, the e-golf is, was a... <laughs> you have four Volkswagens in front-wheel drive. Count. Yeah. <laughs> okay, here's the deal. <laughs> I was always an E30 guy. I was always BMW. I loved to be sideways. Like, it was always my nickname because yeah. I was in my car. I was drifting my Corolla around South Florida. Hold on. No what curves. was the nickname? Slideways or sideways, depending on who. <laughs> okay. Oh, true. Yeah. Did you have like a sideways baseball cap too? No. <laughs> it was just they were referring to that incredible e-brake that there was in that Corolla. Just scan it, scandy flick it into an e-brake slide. Drum um, brakes? Rear? Drum. Yeah. yeah. So the, the e-brake is a super low effort. Just nice. Let them right up. Um, but uh, the I, I kind of – I don't like – Sports cars. I like boxes that are like practical. Ryan. Um, yeah. So sorry about, sorry about the C4. But yeah. No, but no. I mean, I, no, that's, that's Brian. That's, my that's thing, Brian's usually, thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like wagons and hatches. So if I would have, if I could go back in time, I would have chosen a Mark 1 GTI or Mark 2 GTI 16 valve, one of them. Um, not a Scirocco, but you know, it fits and I love it. That thing makes me smile like nothing. They're super so. cool and they're very rare too. Like now I, they are, I mean, yeah. especially the, I, I feel like, I mean, well, both Mark 1s and Mark 2s you don't see very often, but definitely no 16 valves. Like I've, I, don't, I never see them. They're all gone. I mean, these were, these were cars that were faster than, you know, Porsche 944s. They were, they were fast cars back in the day mm. and they, snap oversteer if you lift because they have shitty rear suspension um and is it so, the same suspension as the 944 no no, no. 944 has volkswagen beetle suspension <laughs> super beetle suspension oh shit yeah. up front right is that the rear rear torsion or the the front control are or yeah a arms are straight out of the beetles rear that's so crazy. right and then it has rear torsion bars and some that's a swing arm like thing yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, those, those, the, the A1 cars love to rotate. And if you know how to yeah. drive a car that loves to rotate, they handle really well. They're perfectly neutral. <coughs> you can set them up, I should say, to be perfectly neutral. Mm. But if you go to lift into a corner, you're going around. Yeah. And I think, you know, the combination of cheap, fast speed is always a recipe for having all the cars disappear. Mm. So they're all gone. Even like when we were in high school, we, uh, I know Brian Ward and I graduated in 98 and, uh, all the Mark II, you know, Shirakas you'd see, they were already like fucked, basically. Yeah. <laughs> like they all had like they've gone through like three owners. Yeah, of they had fuckness. they had had three owners. They had all Pia like sprays. Pia lights Fogs. like screwed on to the you know front. Yep. They had been repainted. Interior they had painted trash. all white. Like they would paint the bumpers white and everything, and they were flaking. And you know, it the cars funny. been crashed fifty the, times. My and... car was ten years old when I got it, and it was like I I went to Waterfest that next year, and people were like, "Oh my god, this is amazing!" I think about it and now, like a ten year old car, yeah. two thousand seven, would be Mark. Five, isn't that funny? And, yeah, and like, but they, Mark fives are still fine. All the Scirocco's, by the time they were ten, were done. Yeah, they were done. I know. So it was just. But all cars used to be like that. Like I remember in, uh, I think it was like ninety one. My dad bought an eighty four nine forty four, and we were looking at all these nine forty fours. They all had cracked dashes. Yep. They all had been like had a front fender repainted, or you know this and that. They all were like. Fucked. And now a modern car doing that would be just unbelievable. No, and you go buy a ten year old like. Jason said, a 10-year-old car right now, you can find, a, like, a tons of cream puffs out there. They're perfect, original paint, you know? Yep. It's crazy. It's, yeah. It is really weird. But I think part of that is also, as we get older, 
Like a 10 year old car seems like new. Like I think of the Lotus as my new car. It's a yeah. 2009. Yeah. Like that's, it's not new. I mean, but to me, it's like, it's got a computer I can plug in uh-huh. or tell me what's yeah. wrong. Like, wow. Totally. High tech. Yeah. But that's definitely the new car. Like as far as a project car update goes, all of our cars are and way it's, older. It, it, it is like the initial build quality too. It's not just us getting older. I think they just do last they do better. Last yeah. Longer. Yeah. Well, yeah, paints last longer yeah. and stuff like that. Just don't crack interior away. materials, yeah. yeah, all that stuff. So what? So what is your thought? You were kind of about to get into it. Uh, so front wheel drive versus rear wheel drive. Where do you stand? I, you know, I'll I'll say this too, just to preface. So Art is adamantly against front wheel drive, even though he drove a lot of them and was into the Honda scene a little bit. A lot of it. That's why JDM art was right. That's why you don't like front wheel drive. It's because you were driving Hondas. It could be. (laughs) (laughs) With blow off. (laughs) Dude, look at all the autocross classes. Who was killing it? Um, I mean, well, the thing is, well, here, let me, let me, let me, I have a new question. This isn't your question. This isn't your thing. Well, just a quick question. No, this is a thing for everyone. So, um, Mark one GTI, would that car as a rear wheel drive car be cool? Hell yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Yes. okay. All right. Be insane. Why is it cool? Wait, so, what? Just, just tell me. Just, okay, Wait, it's the, cool as a front-wheel drive car. The rear-wheel drive version? Yeah. Why is that cool? Yes. Because you could slide. It doesn't exist, but it would be cool. Okay, it's nimble, it's analog, it's lightweight, mm-hmm. uh, you know, rear-wheel drive, all that stuff. Yeah. Four-cylinder, right? No, it's all the same reasons it's cool, and then you add rear-wheel drive, which is yeah. another, it's a plus, right? Okay, yeah. I'm getting sore with this. All right. We're, E3318 we're IS. Brian and I really like those. Warren hates those. So that is basically a <laughs> rear wheel drive Mark One GTI, isn't it? Ish. Yeah. You have a couple problems. First weight, one. First of all, weight. Huge. Wait, it's like a thousand pounds. Almost a thousand pounds. Yeah. yeah. Number two, that M42 is a pile of shit. Thank you. Um, it is a terrible, terrible well, dude. Engine. The I'm thousand sorry. pounds is your point right there. Yeah. I mean, well, the, the engine sounds like a third uh, of the weight. Right. It sounds like a garbage disposal choking on bolts have you had um, one with an exhaust and everything yeah then they sound even worse then they're like awesome <laughs> uh, so i think it sounds awesome i've had one before and, and the other one. the other two issues are number number one um oh, i forgot one of one of the issues <laughs> no, the other issue is once you have rear wheel drive you need more power you can handle more power right mm-hmm. and there is such a thing which is the last problem called an m20 which is one of the best sounding engines of all time they do sound awesome so they look horrible could, it's one of the ugliest do? motors you're ever. not looking at the ugliest motors <laughs> i will agree Jesus with you like, wait, because <laughs> of the intake manifold the it's so ugly dude oh i hate that God. motor i think it's I like one of the Listen ugliest motors ever. i love oh it sounds amazing it's, it's a, and i love the power delivery and i'm a fan i mean i just wanted to throw that out there and that is the better motor for that and you know i would I, I've said it before too. I, I, I prefer the six in that car, but like, I mean, you start to think about it. It's like, okay, like there's something there. I mean, I, I see what you're saying. It's totally lighter than, yeah. than the six, but it's not a it's Mark not 1 GTI. Enough. Yeah. The, the Mark 1 GTI is so light. And it didn't need rear wheel drive. That's the thing is when you look at horsepower per weight, mm-hmm. right there, it, it, you can't just look at that figure for traction. When you have a 1,700-pound car or an 1,800-pound car, you can be really quick yep. without wheel spin. For sure. And like, you know, our e-golfs, for example. Spin, tire, just, I mean, if it's raining, they can't even go up to Visadero. I mean, they're just mm. horrible. But you're dragging 3,500 pounds with the front wheels. Mm-hmm. When you're only dragging 1,700 pounds with the front wheels or eighteen or 1,900 or even 2,000 pounds, you can get away with a lot more. Plus, if the car's set up right, which they were, they're neutral in corners. Are I those mean, e-golfs really that heavy? 
34, yeah. 34. Which is, they're, they're only 150 pounds heavier than a regular golf. Right? Yeah, it's, pr- it's actually it's, impressively light for what it is. Yeah. yeah. But they're, and you know, a 3,500 pound front wheel drive car is going to have traction problems, right. especially as modern cars, they're all stupid fast. Yeah. Um, a 2,000 pound front wheel drive car is fine. And the, the haters of all wheel drive, will shut up when they're on a racetrack with a well-prepared Mark one because they don't understeer. So mm-hmm. they don't have enough power where it's an issue. Um, so you're matted foot on the floor and they get, you know, with a limited slip in it and you're just matted the whole way around the corner and a four wheel drift, you don't need a rear wheel drive. So mm-hmm. yes, the E30 can do things that a Mark one can't and a Mark one with rear wheel drive would have been badass, but it wouldn't have been the simple mm-hmm. elegant, little car that there really isn't anything i was just trying to think of what is the closest thing to that because i mean a miata isn't that it's got fully independent suspension and it's like a totally different closest thing to what to like like in theory right like a rear wheel drive 924 super light 944 yeah but but those are a sports car and the the other is a sedan well i'm thinking a scirocco 944 they have the same front suspension yeah four cylinder talk about a engine that sounds like a ford escort mark (laughs) two right Ford Escort Mark II is uh, incredibly lightweight, mm. super basic. Yeah, rear wheel drive. A eighty six, legendary in rally. A eighty six. I guess A eighty six. I guess yeah, yeah. A eighty six is probably the closest. That's, yeah, that's pretty light. What that's like? Yeah. That's the closest thing to a Rabbit GTI, yeah, right? Well, Library rear axle, but yeah, you're still. I mean, with the other card, you have like whatever torque yeah, I mean, or something that's... like that. I get it, but I, to answer your question, I was always a fan of rear wheel drive because it was just, you know, the amount of tricks that you can play to get your car sideways or to adjust the cornering attitude of your car would, are just infinite. You can do so many more things with rear wheel drive than you can with front. But, you know, when there's something also fun about doing a static burnout while you're pissed off at some guy who's halfway in an intersection in front of you and you just sit there in a cabriolet burning tires <laughs> just for no fun. <laughs> not that I would ever do such a thing. No. You can't do that with rear wheel drive cars. It's not, they're just, you know, it's a different skill set. Yes. Put it that way. And you have both, and it sounds like you're almost like even, uh, you're, you're equally represented almost. I would never, I mean, despite the fact that my track car is a front wheel drive rabbit, I would never choose a front wheel drive track car, really. I mean, you know, at, at limit. That's a funny speed, comment, by the way. I know. <laughs> Don't listen to anything I say. Um, but, but really, rear wheel drive cars on track are much more rewarding. Much more rewarding. I mean, Brian, you experienced that, right? You had your golf track car, your GTI. Yeah. And then you went to an E30, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like the the heavens open up, right? And so much better. Yeah. I mean, I feel like, like, actually, I I, I feel like from birth, I was always like an E30 guy, just small, boxy rear wheel drive. It's everything you need and it's not too heavy. Um, but I, I, I purposefully chose a Mark II GTI to start with just because I felt like, when I was learning, doing track days, like I wanted to, I wanted to learn both styles. They're different driving styles, so I wanted to kind of force myself to do the front wheel drive thing first, um, knowing that the rear wheel drive would be more rewarding. And like, there's just like a few different uh, extra skills to learn. Absolutely. It feels like. And I did the same thing. My first track car was my Mark III VR, then a Mark III mm-hmm. Golf with a VR6 yeah. in it, um, and then. From there, you know, I had, I had the E30s and the 190s, which I never really tracked. But then I went to a 911. So, but you definitely do this progression of yeah. from front engine, front wheel drive is the easiest to drive, and then you add the the next dimension is rear right. drive, right. which takes a, a learning curve, and then you go all rear out engine, in 911, yeah. right. and there's a, another entire set of rules that that you layer on top of the rear wheel drive stuff. And I can say front wheel drive, I mean, you know, in that Mark II GTI, three wheeling around Thunderhill is incredible fun. Oh, yeah. And 
uh, another side story that these guys all know, Festiva off-road, front-wheel drive. <laughs> you just No, this, is serious. this isn't as bad as a Corvette story. This is way better. <laughs> but Brian just competed in a an event called the Broha, which is... So basically just uh, cars less than $1,000, uh, all racing in the desert. Mm-hmm. Um, and so me and my buddy built, we didn't really build anything. We just got a Ford Festiva. 1600 pounds or something. Wow. Uh, 75 horsepower manual transmission. Uh, it's actually like a Kia built in South Korea. Um, and, uh, we put UTV tires on it and then cut out the fender wheels with a sawzall. And that was all we did. And it fucking mobbed in the desert like nobody's business. <laughs> Sports car of the desert. Sports car of the desert. Sports car of the desert. <laughs> and you were just like flat out the entire time, rowing through the gears and going over everything and get pitching it sideways. And it was like all of the fun stuff that you could do is we it was there and we were doing it front for wheel, hours front on wheel drive and it was front wheel drive and a straight rally machine and ultra reliable and everything was built like in a on a. Uh, with economics in mind, you know, like uh, it was an economy car through and through, like flat door panels, reliability, number one, and cheap, number one, you know, uh, and it, it was so much fun. Uh, and, yeah, I mean, I think there's virtues to all that stuff. And But in the end, it is kind of like the – I mean, it's it's interesting that you have the Scirocco that you've had for so long, and it is front-wheel drive, but really it's like the rear-wheel drive cars that you end up gravitating towards – yeah, you know, it is ultimately. and it isn't. I mean, the Scirocco is definitely my favorite. And then, you know, and I've had it for 20 years, but I've had the E30 for 15. Oh, um, wow. And then I've had yeah. 2.316s. I've had two. This is my second one. But that I've had for for a total of 12 years. So, I mean, those are my sort of three mainstays. And, you know, if I had to go pick a car to drift around a corner, it's the 2.316 by easy mm. choice. Um, but, you know, to go set a lap time, it's the E30. But to drive around around town, it's the Volkswagens. Yeah. I mean, the Scirocco, yeah. the cabby. So we, we've we we've talked about, a lot about the 2.316s, like, mm-hmm. and the fact that you can still pick them up for relatively Well, compared cheap, to an M3s, right? Yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then, but I don't think any of us have ever really driven one. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah what's the, uh, what's man. like, what's the story? They are such a good kept secret. Um, so the U.S. cars were a little confused in their mission, so they didn't know how to sell them in the U.S. So they they completely saddled them down with every available option, which was power seats, power windows, power everything, and just they were heavy. They were three thousand pounds. They're one hundred and sixty four horsepower, and they revved. Redline was sixty five hundred, but they didn't really pull past six thousand. There wasn't. They did, but there just wasn't really much home. The Euro cars came stripped with nothing in them, 185 horsepower, and pulled all the way to seven grand. So my uh, U.S. car was nice. was great. The the Euro car is great. I mean, the Euro car is night and day faster. Totally wow. different personality. Just angry, angry engine that just loves to pull pull right to the fuel cutoff. Um, and they're in typical Mercedes style. The shifter is awful. I mean, you have to get used to like shifting with three fingers and it's, you know, you just no effort. You have to let the shifter because it's spring loaded kind of do its thing, shift slowly. You can't rush it. Um, but handling balance kills the destroys the E30, like hmm. destroys a, a, an M3, um, from the factory. I mean, obviously you can make an M3 do amazing things. Yeah. Um, but they, you know, huge amount of body lean, <laughs> but like never affects the way the car handles. Does yours still have the, the self level? Self level. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Mine is totally, totally stopped. Gotcha. Um, but I mean, the way, the way that car goes into corners is you turn in under like maintenance throttle and it will roll over. And then the second you give any more than maintenance throttle, you meter out 
how sideways you want to be with the pedal nice. in perfect yeah. one degree increments. And it never wants to swap ends. It just wants to be like ideally 10, 10 degrees sideways. Just, <laughs> just three quarters throttle. The car is asking you to do A little bit that. ass first, yeah. 10 yeah. degrees of opposite lock yeah. and just smooth. And when it does move around, unlike an E30, which snaps right out. I mean, E30 is semi-trailing arm suspension. So mm-hmm. when you lift, it goes around. Um, and then it's got the slowest steering in the world, like 325. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So you got to be really fast with your hands to catch it. The 2316 just, you know, it's it's also slow steering, but everything at the back happens in slow mo. So you can do these lurid, ridiculous slides and never break sweat. Oh, it's I want great. One now. The car's so good. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Brian, what's All right. What do you think? Dude, I don't know. I mean, we've been talking about them for a while. I mean, I think they're an Get rid incredible of that value. Stupid 2002. Euro. Huh? 2002. <laughs> needs to go. Um, I mean, Euro model, you see but... Euros a lot, like the 85s. Yep. Yeah, they pop yeah. up. I've seen a few in Oregon, actually, like fairly recently. And I mean, it seems like the Euros always have the houndstooth interior, too, which is mine, super cool. Mine does too. so too. good. It took me yeah. 10 years to find mine because I wanted smoke silver with, with, Plaid. You wanted the smoke I silver. Oh, yeah, I wanted smoke silver. My other one was gray, the dark gray, yeah. flash watts. And I, I, the car was designed in smoke silver. Like Bruno Sacco designed that car in smoke silver. So <laughs> is that a fact? Yeah, every all the original marketing materials in that car were smoke silver. All of his sketches were silver. So I wanted that with houndstooth, no climate control, no AC, no power windows, no wood trim, n- no wood trim, nothing. Yep. My my car doesn't have an outside temperature display. No cruise, nothing. Um, and I, you know, when I finally found it, I was like, ah, a 40,000 mile one owner, wow, like wow. exactly as I would expect it car. So red. Um, yeah. So I found that in Germany. There was another, oh. another one that I had to go and bring, just drag home. Yeah. That's a keeper Very though. Cool. Now you're stuck with all these keeper cars. I know. I know. And now you, <laughs> and then you laugh at me that I have seven. No, I, I don't. I, we're, <laughs> we're starting to understand. I mean, I've had my E30 a long time, but it's funny. I'm attracted to cars that are like you're describing the, I want this exact car because it's perfect. And then you never want to sell it. So then you're kind of stuck with it. Art has the opposite, you know, problem. You're, yeah. He's owned 50 Although I do cars. the same though. I'm looking for very same, specific yeah. cars. I want the, yeah, I want a slick top. I want lightweight. I want analog, yeah. simple, you know, stripped down, all that. I yeah, want like, certain color combinations. But I, I have a thing where like, I experience the car. I own it for six months to two years maximum, usually an average of eight months. <laughs> and then it just, I, I feel like I've, he can't I've been commit. there, done that. I want to move on. So like, I just, I'm jealous. Yep. And, and I just, I, I can't commit. Too. Yeah. And so the only car that I've actually felt like that ever, um, and that's very recent is the 500 SEC. Like that has been one of my favorite cars I've ever owned. And I haven't even owned it for more than like three months. I was going to say, months. let's talk to you. Yeah. We'll see. I've heard so, well, how have I said that in the video? And your 993, yes. you said you were never going to sell it. My 993, I did say that. And that is still one of my all time favorite cars. <laughs> it's probably, that, my NSX, I never said I would keep it forever, but I said I would, it was a very, very fun, awesome car and I would enjoy it. And, and, and I, I never committed. See, it's a problem. This is more like a compilation of every car that counseling What he says Beginning. Exactly. Like we haven't recorded. We should just go back and figure and it out. And he also, I know you are very particular about your colors and stuff, but when you were looking for the M Coupe, you're like, I would. I will not get that atrocious blue interior. And you <laughs> end up with a car with the horrible blue interior. Oh, yeah, really? I really get that one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, you but know. Look, beggars can't be choosers. Yeah, exactly. Use car factory. It was one of those yeah. things. Yeah, I, mean, I did want, so I was looking at an all black Estero blue car and it was like at a $10,000 premium. Like, you know, it's just, they're, they're rare and, you know, people, it's just this whole thing, right? Yep. So I found a nice driver with lowish miles and like it was the right package. And I also had just come off of like, we were just going over this with Lane last week is I, I had just come off of this weird trip where I really wanted this G body nine eleven and Cassis that Matt Farah bought. And I was going to buy that car, but I was 
doing some shit financially and couldn't buy it. And so I was like, <laughs> that's what I, I always say. I was doing some shit, shit financially. <laughs> so I was, I was basically like fiending and I was upset and I just like saw the M coupe and, and then, I went for but it. But you know what? So Arden and I went to the, um, the, the, what, what do we call it? The A to B auto show, San Francisco auto show the other day. And, uh, we were talking about that because we we're like, hey, you should have bought that Cassis 911. It was really cheap and low mileage, like really nice car. And uh, he goes, yeah, I just didn't have the money and stuff. I'm like, yeah, but you bought the M Coupe literally two weeks after you bought, we were talking about the 911. He goes, oh, yeah, I did, huh? I go, yeah, it was definitely still available. He goes, fuck, I didn't even think about I that. I totally spaced it, I swear. <laughs> it was one of those weird things where, he was like, like, just, like, totally forgot about it, moved yeah, on. Do you have an M Coupe now? It's not, it's not like you. Yeah. So really how, how are you on the M Coupe? Are you, are, I'm, aesthetics. Let's start with oh, aesthetics. Oh, my God, I love it. Love totally. It. Yes. Ugly. Yes. Sin, but I love it. I mean, <laughs> See? I like that so slips the slips like, you know, they're little, there are dogs that are. Totally. Like, bulldogs. Yeah, no, love that car. Absolutely yeah. love it. Yeah, have you driven one? Oh, yeah. yeah. Do you have an S54 or? S52 yeah, car. Right. Yeah. The, I would rather have an S52, which I, by the way, call Same here. M52 B, B30. Same thing, yeah. Um, it's not an S motor. Yeah. Sorry. It's, Sorry it's, it's an M52 M- with higher compression. Right. I've, I've had both, yeah. No, I, I, I prefer that. They're, they're nice. They're, you know, they're, they're, the, the, the only issue that I have with Z3 is it, it looks, promise a level of involvement that it doesn't really really give in the regular cars. i've heard it's like the regular really cars, the regular cars like a regular z3 is just like they oh, look sure, so good yeah. and then they're just cruisers so the m's right the okay. m's do that the s54 is one step too far to me like it just mm. doesn't match the rest of the car that's what really i'm like, saying yeah like the m50 the m54 works f52 works perfectly it's just, it's a nice I think it's a good package, package, right? I mean, I, th- I don't understand why people want more power in that car. Like, it's 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 really so well it. balanced. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't need it. Yeah, I mean, it's already like, I don't know. I, I think also like, I don't know if it was Pat Long or someone who was talking about this. He was. I might have actually been Sam Smith talking about a short wheelbase 911, and he was saying how like. You know, everyone talks about how scary they are to drive and like, you know, all this and they want to kill you. But it's like, if you know how to drive the car and you understand what it's doing, like they're actually very controllable. Absolutely. And that's how I feel about this car. It's like, like, yes, you know, it, it's, it's, it's very, it's darty, but like, if you can, dr- if you know what it's, if you understand it, it's fine. Right. You know, like you just don't lift mid corner. You set it up a certain way and going into a turn and you're fine. And like, it's, it's just, wa- it's very eager to rotate, right? right? So you just drive it that way and it's you want that, super enjoyable. Right? Yeah, as long, yeah. You want that in a sports car. You don't want a, yeah. a plowing, understeering mess. Right. Yeah. It's, it's really fun. I mean, I, I think that the only thing I'm going to be doing is ironically, I was just telling Warren, uh, you know, a, a few minutes ago when we went to go grab pizza, um, <laughs> That, uh, some, uh, buddy of ours, uh, saw me drive, like, I guess he heard me drive by, I should say. Uh, I rolled past his, uh, he works at BMW San Francisco here, uh, rolled past and he's like, dude, your car sounds epic. And I'm like, it's completely stock. Right. Like, I mean, uh, I actually want to open it up, you know, cause I, I actually really like the way those car, that motor sounds. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's what Art's not saying is who's like revving it to 7,000 RPM as you go by this guy. <laughs> Whatever. It's still not good. But, uh, I mean, yeah, I actually, I'm going to, I'm going to go the other way though. I'm going to start with an intake on this cause I love the way the intake, the induction sound of these motors. Yeah. Um, and then I'll go and I'll figure out the exhaust situation. Do you have a specific brand you'll keep with the whole thing like uh, we go probably dining, dining the whole yeah, yeah probably dining. back um like the weird thing is like just like with the nsx like i struggled to find a good setup that didn't drone like i don't i can't i drone drives me nuts so like i mean although i did have straight pipes in my 993 i had a fab speed super cup exhaust with no muffler essentially which which is yeah. pretty extreme but 3000 rpm was not fun <laughs> um, 
exactly yeah, brain exactly. exploding pretty much <laughs> yeah. uh but yeah i've been looking into it now and it's just like it's hard to find a good setup and dining is tried and true it's not cheap but like it sounds good and it's not going to freaking drive you insane so but i'm going to do intake first and yeah, see if that's good enough it won't hurt resale either right no yeah so if it. anything yeah i mean i mean it's not it's not really going to add value but like whatever I yeah mean, yeah just um, just be happy you can you have a choice because i'm trying to i've been trying to get a, a, an exhaust for the lotus for the last year mm. and the only people who make it are Lorini and it's literally Whoa. seven months of emails back and forth. They can't get me a friggin' exhaust. Like, really? I don't know why it's that complicated. You have it on your website. Give it to me. I will give you money. <laughs> yeah. And they, but they went and got a distributor for the U S and like, I'm trying to be patient, but I'm like, guys, I'm going to sell the car. There's only yeah. I can't one. Drive this. I keep getting run over in it. Cause it's, you know, it's two can inches you, tall. Yeah. And you it's can't, black. no one can hear no you. No one hears me. Oh, no one can see me. Um, there's only and, one company. That, that makes I, it. That I, Can you get yeah. someone to build you something like that, like a replica? You know, like, probably should at this yeah. point. Yeah, they bring it to Arts Guy in uh, Belmont. When, I may have to do that because when we last spoke was just a couple of days ago, and they're finally like, "Well, we'll get it." To, I'll talk to the U.S. distributor. Yeah. Like, I just what I, the hell? This, the, the worst part about that car is the end. You cannot hear the exhaust. You cannot hear the engine at all. All you hear is supercharger because I have an SC and. So I'm jealous that you can just be like, I'll just drive down to Dinan's and pick up an exhaust. Yeah, yeah, right. I mean, Choose that, any number yeah. Of well, them. There's this one guy that um, basically, you know, he does good work. He does mostly like you know vintage like race cars and stuff. But um, I had him replicate um, what the hell's the the famous uh, Capristo. Uh, it's so oddly enough, um, Capristo made an an exhaust for the NA1 NSX back in the day. And so, you know, it's a very particular setup. And um, I was able to replicate that by using a Magnaflow, like the X, you know, like the X pipe looking thing that has like a cross in the yeah. inside of the actual muffler. So it's more of a resonator. And so I built that, I built the exhaust around that and it was great. It sounded really good and it didn't drone at all. Huh. Um, and uh, because that was one of the known exhausts, one of that, one of the known designs that did not drone and like everything off the shelf drones in those cars. And like, you know, I, I wasn't, I wasn't willing to deal with Yeah. You could probably do close to the same setup with Lotus too, right? It's yeah. You're right. Yeah. And, yeah. 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 Oh, wait. V6. How about that oh, V6 on the yeah. NA1? Jesus or whatever. <laughs> the quote was a quote, not right by Jesus. Um, Jesus V6, or whatever. Some V6s are less not right by Jesus than others. Yeah. That thing at 7,000 RPM full throttle is uh, pretty Jesus like. Pretty nice. pretty good. Yeah. Um, induction. We covered it a little bit on the Thursday edition, but I know listeners are eager to know um, what you're up to career wise. And I don't, I don't personally know all of your steps, like uh, moving through the ranks and whatnot, but um what I do know is head to head, many videos, many ridiculous. Uh, last one Brian and I were watching was it was your Mustang Camaro video where you're wearing a wig and impersonating that a West. Me. That was cousin Bob, <laughs> someone from Virginia. Yeah. <laughs> well, look, we had to find some. It was just me hosting that episode, and or are you talking about the new no, one the old... newer one, newer yeah, one. Yeah, the original one Bob happened because it was just me hosting the episode. <laughs> your dual How personalities. Drag race myself. <laughs> Randy can't just appear here. That's <laughs> right. That's right. Who, who buys a Camaro? Um. So, yeah. Exactly. Um. So I don't know what what do you want to talk about as far as uh, Motor Trend goes and the... it, that was an amazing experience. It was it looked I pretty amazing. Was... I mean, yeah, I think yeah, you guys you made a... what like close roads and drive yeah. up and down them. Yeah. It's so pretty good. Awesome. And you know, when cops are on your side, they're yeah. really cool. They're like, oh, you're yeah. not leaving here until they're you like, go, for it, go for it. Go for it. Yeah, I mean, we've we've we got away with some. Pretty Did you let them drive your cars? Not usually, not. 
Right. I mean, we have, we sign agreements with the car companies about mm-hmm. who, yeah. who can drive them and, um, you know, people who are on staff at the magazine could drive it, but yeah, unfortunately the cops. Now I did give fun runs to the cops and that was mm. always fun to have a cop in the passenger seat. That's right. And then I ran out of gas in a 570S and we had to walk three miles. That was, uh, whoa. Oh. McLaren Electronics. It said it had 30 miles of range left. Uh, wow. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, no, that, but they, they love it. I mean, there's so many cops that are car guys. Um, yeah. and it's, it was really great to hang out, but we had, we had a lot of fun filming, yeah. a lot of fun making the videos. Johnny and I were on a never ending quest to make each other laugh. Um, because we really can't agree on anything. I mean, <laughs> yeah. that was the, the basis of what I think made the show yeah. so much fun I think even so for too. us to watch because it's painful to watch yourself on television, <laughs> yeah. but I'd, I'd just be hysterical laughing, watching it, watching his face. <laughs> like when I would get him, cause it, you know, he'd be yeah. in the middle of a sentence. He would always have like planned in his head what he was going to say next. And I'm like, I mean, I'm going to fuck with him. Like I'm going to get him to laugh and he'd get half the sentence out and then just burst into laughter. And if I could do that once every shoot, <laughs> which didn't happen, but like, that was my goal. Once, once every shoot I get him to do it and same thing with him he was always trying to get me to laugh and that was we had a lot of fun yeah well it came through on the videos I mean you guys were a good good tandem thank you and um but what before all of that before Motor Trend and stuff I mean you've mentioned automobile and etc how'd you get started because I, I know there's a lot of younger listeners and they're probably wondering the same thing you know and um, well, my, I mean, I started out with a real job in IT, uh, started an IT company with a bunch of friends when I was in college, um, and did that and worked a hundred hours a week, like every other e-commerce idiot in the nineties. Um, and then we sold the company in 2004 and I went and I went to law school because I was just lost and I was like, what do I do next? Um, let me tell you, your education has nothing to do with what you ever do ever. Uh, so here I am with a law degree fucking talking to you lot <laughs> by the way most people who are lost do not go to law school they go no. to like well, burning man or but i came <laughs> out with i came off of like 10 years of working every waking hour and i was we sold the company and i didn't want to work for someone else you can't just give up your baby and think all right i'm gonna have someone else be in charge of it and answer so i needed to engineer my departure and i just signed up stupidly <laughs> for for a master's class i'm like i'll just i'll i'll do this wow. and uh stupidly thought law school would be as easy as undergrad Wow, was I wrong? <laughs> Unbelievably wrong. I'm not sure where you got that impression. I, but... Beyond because I'm stupid. Because I had spent <laughs> no, no. the previous ten years working and not watching yeah. like movies or reading books about what law school was actually like. Right. Um, but I finished that, and in the interim, had met um, a couple guys at Automobile Magazine. Um, and funny enough, they got me an interview at Motor Trend to run Motor Trend's website, um, which Motor Trend and Automobile are sister magazines. Um, and I sort of went through the interview process and they were about to sign off on it and there was some internal fighting about it. And he left Automobile and went to Car and Driver and said to everyone at Automobile on his way out the door, like, by the way, I, my friend Jason is just about to be hired by Motor Trend, and uh, I think you should get him instead. So they offered me the job first, and I wanted to to stay in the Midwest. I was in Pittsburgh at the time, so I went from Pittsburgh to Ann Arbor. Um, started as um, online editor for the for the website, which was technically a business position, running the website. Um, but really quickly, they were like, "Oh, this guy's a car guy, and he wants to go on all kinds of press trips, and he wants to drive <laughs> yeah. cars." And and, and around uh, what year was this? This was two thousand six. Okay, two thousand six. Um, so by like November of 06, I was basically staff writing, mm-hmm. writing about cars. Um, and I did that for, I was there for about a year and a half. 
before I finally put a knife to my wrist and I was like, I can't live in Michigan anymore. It's too cold and it's miserable. It was, you know, we're going into another winter. And if you've ever survived a Michigan nope. winter, <laughs> no, nope. no, thanks. I can imagine. Oh my God. It's so cold. <laughs> yeah. Forget it. Yeah. Um, and I just, I hated my cars. I, I moved there with five cars and just started selling them because the, the roads are terrible. I mean, when you live in the Detroit area, you realize why American cars throughout are history the way they are. Right? Are the way they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fascinating. I never, I'd never lived in anywhere flat like that. And I was like, wow, all these things have to do is schlep themselves up to mm-hmm. 50 miles an hour, totally. run over all the dead bodies who are being, you know, murdered in the streets yeah. of Detroit and <laughs> potholes and then come to a gradual stop and then accelerate for a mile and come to I a like stop. Gradual it's stop. actually and finely tuned exactly right. for that purpose. And they're and big I, and cozy and big and cushy and, and they yeah. can, you know, glide over a 14 inch deep pothole yeah, and big yeah. heaters, big AC. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And then here I am in a 2.316 that's 4,000 RPM at 70 miles an hour. And <laughs> You know, my Scirocco that's 4,000 RPM at 75 miles an hour. Harsh and, suspension. And if they're crashing over the bumps yeah. at my 911. Like, I, I was like, this sucks. <laughs> so I sold the 911. And then I started like, I, once I started realizing I needed to sell all the other cars, I moved. I, 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 I walked in and said to Gene Jen, Jennings, the editor-in-chief, yeah. I'm like, I waited my whole life to work for a car magazine, but I can't do this anymore. And she was like, what the fuck are you talking about? She was like completely taken off guard. And um, I said, I think I'm going to move to North, Northern California. And she was like, for what? I'm like, for the roads, for the weather, for the car scene, for the whole thing. And she was like, you're crazy. But to her credit, and I'm immensely thankful for, to her, she allowed me to become West Coast editor. Um, so basically from that point on, all I did was write for the magazine and that was, but you lived up, up here in yeah, Northern California, live in wow. San Francisco. And then from wow. 07 to 2012, all I did was fly around the world and drive hot cars and write about them. I mean, not bad. Uh, <laughs> other than the fact that I moved here to live here and then was on the road three weeks a month, which was really three weeks a month at, at worst. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I probably averaged 60%. Jeez. On the road, um, 50, 50 events a year. I did. Okay. It was, wow. it was a lot. It That's a lot. Much. Yeah. That's a lot. And so that was, that was the tough part. But then road and track in the meantime, um, had fired their entire staff and, and, and put in a new editor in chief, Larry Webster. And Larry's plan was to completely reinvent the magazine with what he called the dream team. And something stupid about that man. He thought I was part of the dream team and I wasn't going <laughs> to argue with him. Um, so his first choice was Sam Smith for his number two and then, uh, and then me and then a bunch of other Im- incredibly smart guys. Um, and we all sort of, we all started at the same time, reinvented that magazine, relaunched it. And that was an amazing. This was that like three years ago. This, that big, yeah, twenty twelve. Whatever. Yeah. Um, that was unbelievable. I've never been in a room for, of people where we're all scared of each other. Mm-hmm. It was really funny because none of us really knew each other. Sam and I had worked together at yeah. Automobile, but I didn't know half of these other guys. And, and I was, was Johnny in the guy. room at that point. No, Johnny okay. was Motor Trend. Okay, so this that's was, right. That's right. This was Larry, Sam Smith, me, John Cruson, who was one of the founders of the Onion and one of the funniest people you've ever met. A genius, Josh Condon, who had never worked for a car magazine but was in like he worked at men's magazine but like brilliant beyond like horrifying horrifying um and we were all talking to the people that we knew in the room afterwards and we realized we were all like i'm so intimidated by everyone because they were all just it was the the energy in the room was unbelievable so we 
Yeah, we kicked ass. I mean, I have to say, we're I'm really proud of some of the things that we accomplished. And where was that? Where's that here in California? Ann Arbor. I was going to say again. Yeah, right. Um, so like, I got away from Ann Arbor and then got sucked back in, and okay. I sort of went back and forth. Um, and then one day I was driving down the road and I got a phone call from Ed Lowe at Motor Trend and said, "Don't tell anyone, but Carlos has quit, and we've identified three people in the English speaking world who can do what you do." And you're our first choice. And I was like, dude, you just cost yourself so much money. <laughs> you throw that at me. Terrible negotiator. Yeah. Like, wow. And he was like, oh, we're not going to pay you shit. Like, we don't do that, but we really want you to do it. So had you done videos for Road and Track before that? Or? I, I None for Road and Track, but I did some videos at Automobile. The, some motor trend videos at automobile again they're sister magazines so when they first came up with their their youtube channel and first came up with the concept of head-to-head and ignition i did three head-to-heads one with my shirocco when my shirocco i shipped to germany for an automobile story uh-huh. so my shirocco versus new shirocco then i did 2.316 oh that's the one when you picked up the car yeah. i saw that one yeah that versus e30 m3 yeah. and then when i got home i did um, actually, I think it was before then. I did the drag race video with four carbon fiber supercars. So it was, um, McLaren MP412C versus Lexus LFA versus Lamborghini Aventador versus Veyron. Mm-hmm. And that is now at 98, just about to turn 98 million. Holy views. crap. Wow. It's not, it's not, and it was the worst video we've ever done. Like it was, <laughs> yeah, we did yeah. it in three hours, but I just, but all to, those teenagers in Brazil and yep, stuff watching it over that and over. Dubai or crazy. <laughs> it's, I mean, it'll hit a hundred million before the end of the year. That's, That's insane. insane. Um, That's which is so nuts. Yeah. Um, so of course, you know, when, when Carlos left, Ed must have been looking at this going, at that time it was probably 50 million views like wow well jason can do can do video let's get him um so they hired me on to do basically full-time his video but also i wrote i did write some stuff for the magazine and there's the whole story yeah well then you did motor trend for how long uh two years okay just two years and then this summer made the very difficult decision to walk away yeah right Um, which is you're looking at greener pastures getting your beak wet I, you know what I was looking exactly. at? I, I'm not going to even acknowledge that comment. Um, uh, no, but you know what I was looking at? Vacation. Everyone's first yeah. question was, you're leaving Motor Trend, where are you going? And my genuine like answer was, sleep? on vacation. <laughs> yeah. Like I, 11 years. Uh, yeah, right. I did 11 years with no vacation, um, wow. where I averaged about a week off a year. But, you know, I worked two or three weekends a month. It was just crazy. It was, the, that's the problem. When I said earlier, you guys laughed at me, you know, don't do what you're in love with. Cause it, you, there's no line between like what you love doing and work and you end up working hundred hours a week. And then you look around you're like, Oh my God, it's 11 years later. I'm 11 years older. I'm tired. I want to just live in the house that I thought I was going to live in and play with my cars and, and have friends and like live <laughs> yeah. in the city that I wanted to live in and right. all the stuff. And so that I just thought, let me just take some time. We, well, I, you had mentioned, uh, we were talking about your love of like having a bunch of cars and not all automotive journalists are like that. Right. And so maybe it's easier when you don't have anything to tinker on or, you know, projects at home to just go and go and go. But you, you obviously have some projects and things you want to do. And yeah, you want to go to Radwood, right? You want to do coastal ranger alley, whatever. I have have a bunch of problems. (laughs) One of which is I have seven cars. The next one is that I have a rule that any car needs to be in a condition that I can get in it start it and drive it to New York without anything. Whoa. Like that's just, that's a car needs to be able to be driven. I, yeah. I, and I wish I didn't have this like neuroses, but like all the cars are ready to go at all times. Yeah. And that that's is, pretty amazing. 
I don't think there's many people with seven cars that aren't oh, no. that aren't like billionaires. Jay Leno, yeah, they can yeah. get in their like right. all seven cars and just drive them across. No, the no. Okay, truth truth be told, the e golf would make it, but that's <laughs> well, under warranty, course, so I can yeah. have it towed. Yeah. And then, but it'd be a long trip. And, just and it could make it if you just stop at friends' yeah. houses yeah. along the way, eighty-five you know? miles yeah. or so. But no, and I I I really. I can get in any car and drive it. And that is a lot of work. Yeah. I don't, no one touches my cars. No one. So, you know, everything, if, if, if I have to have tires mounted, of course I don't have a tire mounting machine and I'm not doing, I'm not going to make the next, how to blow up your house YouTube video. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like how to mount tires. Yeah. But, you know, but I'll take the wheels off and I'll bring the wheels to the tire shop. It's just all those little things when you have seven cars. Do you have a truck or anything? I sold it. I'm an idiot. So <laughs> I had a Suzu Pup. Oh, oh, dude, you're dude. speaking my language. I got a Mighty Max. I have a Mighty Max. Oh. And, <laughs> see, I should have sold it to you. But it was... Oh, I don't need no, you want to buy his Mighty Max. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know what I did? I leased an e-golf with lease protection. Yeah. I can return that thing with... You're putting tires in there? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait. Get this. Volkswagen lease protection? I can return it with $10,000 worth of wear, tear, and damage. Really? $10,000. Yeah. Yeah. What the heck? I That's can fold the seats down and throw four flaming tires in the back and be like, yeah. meh, doesn't matter. Melted headline, Dude, headliner doesn't count. Yeah. $10,000 worth of damage. That's, that'd be difficult. To and you know achieve. what it doesn't need? Fucking rod bearings like the Isuzu did. Oh. So like one night I was like two o'clock in the morning and I'm doing rod bearings on a 68,000 mile Isuzu pump. <laughs> it's oh, it's actually pit up. <laughs> it's a P apostrophe up. up. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, what am I doing? Like, yeah. What was that? Dude, low. it just went through my head like, <laughs> what am I doing? It's 2 a.m. I'm under a fucking 300. I literally bought the truck for 300. Mine was free. Okay. So you're ahead of me there. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, why? Jason, when was the last time you got laid? Was what went through my head. Like, and yet you're under a three buck truck. <laughs> three buck truck by yourself. Oh man, truck. doing rod bearings. Yeah. Why? It's not Let good. it go. It's and I sold good. it the next day. And then I sold the SL. What'd you get? What'd you get for the pup? Just asking for a friend. Fifteen hundred bucks. <laughs> what? Did you oh. see come up. That's what I said. Yo, you finished the rod bearings. You, you I did. Just, I, yeah. Rod bearings on it. I did. Yeah. I did. The previous owner. Started it every time. She had it for like 20 years and she started it fully choked. Mm -hmm. So like crank, crank, and then rev to like 45,000 <laughs> oh, RPM. Oh, it was carbureted? So, yeah, it was carbureted. Oh, yeah. Jesus. So it needed, uh, need bearings. But it, yeah, the, the guy picked, but it was a long bed. It was so useful. Mine's but, pretty useful. I drive it all the time, but it, mine is kind of the Brian Corvette equivalent of ship. the Mighty Man. It's just everything is wrong. Basically, like nothing really works, and it's the most stripped down. I hey, those two speed wipers were great. Need to go. Those two speed wipers were great. Do you like that video? A little squeaky, but they were. Fun. Yeah, that's not amazing. <laughs> two speed has, wiper. It has a McLaren wiper. That's the what it is. Rainex. <laughs> that's what everyone says. They said go faster. Oh wait, no. except everyone says that, including me. And then I'm like, well, I need to do rod bearings because they're a little loud. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And maybe one day I'll need to drive this car to New York. And right. yeah, I'm an idiot. Yeah, just keep your keep your shitbox truck. How'd you even find parts for that thing? It wasn't that bad. It wasn't? It wasn't. Okay. Bad. Yeah. The bearings I was a little nervous about, but Dude. a friend of mine uh, ordered them through Worldpack. Like, oh. They just had Jesus rod bearings. And they arrived, and I'm like, there's no way these are the right bearings. Like, were. yep. Yep. Those are right. All right. Uh, no. It's not, it's not, up. not the same for the Mighty Max. So, no. No. Sorry, Parts are not available. It's like owning a what Harama. That thing? Yes. Anyways. Um... <laughs> <laughs> right then. <laughs> it's a two, two, one. Four cylinder, a little okay. crappy Mitsubishi. They put them in the Dodge Raiders, and they put them in the oh, yeah, the Starions, yeah. and non. They added turbos. Uh, is that, that the engine that was in like caravans and stuff? 
I don't know. Is that early Shit, maybe. I'm not a caravan expert, but I don't know. Huh. That was the, the nice thing about the pup was it didn't have anything to break. It literally did not have a day night mirror. It did not have oh, a dude. tripodometer. Let's hang out, dude. I'll show you what's up. But how can everything show you be broken my if there's nothing? It's got nothing to begin with. Um, so no power steering. Okay, neither do mine. Manual windows, of course. Okay. Manual locks. No tack. Uh, no tack. Yeah. Two speed wipers. You had three. I had two speed. No intermittent. No intermittent. Of course yeah. not. <laughs> and when you pull the washers, the wipers don't engage. So no. you have to pull, engage, pull, engage. <laughs> Mine was push and engage. Oh, no, it was my pull. Push. Oh. Okay. And you Re- have to time uh, it. Side view mirrors? Yeah. I had one. Side view, yeah. One. Uh, but I did not have a clock or a radio. No clock. Factory. Give me a break. Clock? No, nope, what do you no think? Clock and radio. Yeah. Wow. No, I just have a weird sundial. I have an iPhone. I have an iPhone. Music and tells me what time. Bench seat? No. Climate control, none of it works. Oh, okay. So um, I can adjust the heat, but there's no fan. Okay. I so that know. just doesn't work at all. So it's just for fun. Just It warms up about. over time. Did you have headrest? Uh, My headrest was glass. Yes, headrest. Yeah. Headrest. Yeah. Ooh, Every time headrest. Oh, that's fancy, Warren. Uh, rear glass, no sliding. Uh, no sliding, no defrost. I no defrost. How about rear bumpers? No uh, rear bumpers. Mine was there until it Oh, you had a bumper. Yeah. Mine was optional. No rear bumper. Yeah. Um, wow. It's nice. What size, we- what size wheels? Quarter. 14. Two. 14 by Manual. 5. Single wheel drive. Yep. I think mine were like 14 by 2.5 or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> two and a half. <laughs> 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 they were 175. Oh, my horn doesn't work. 13. 13. My horn's a suggestion of a horn. It's like, hey. That's what it does. But see, that's my compult. Like, half the lights on this car didn't work. Oh, yeah. Then I fixed them, and then I got re-rendered by... I call him the white Russian because he was, he was a white Honda Civic smashed right into us. My friend of mine was driving and he get, gets immediately knocked half unconscious because there's no headrest. Oh, so no. Been, like, shit. What is he didn't glass. shatter the glass. No, he didn't, thank God. Because where would I find more glass, right? I, you just <laughs> let, let his head take all of it. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, like, yeah exactly. <laughs> so it was really funny because I get, I, I reach over, I turn it off, pull the brake and I jump out yeah. of the car and this, like old dudes running towards me. He goes, asshole. And I was like, Oh really? You just rear end me and you want to come in? And I'm like, excuse me. And he was like, asshole cutting you off. So we had got cut off and uh, Mike uh, hit the brakes and he hit us. We're ready to start a conversation. And, I, yeah. and an asshole cutting you off. Um, shit. And I was like, yeah, uh, all right. Are, are you okay? Yes. Uh, fine. I'm like, is your car okay? I don't give shit. Is your truck okay? I'm like, oh, I don't give a shit. Have good night. He had no front end left on his Civic, like no headlights, no bumpers, all messed up. And and it just pushed the Isuzu bumper down a little bit. But the funny part was it blew almost every light bulb. We got hit so hard that everything, like the dash bulb, just like shook. What the hell? Just broke the the filaments in the all the taillights. Every light bulb that was on almost was dead. So I had to replace like one of the headlights. And by the way, I didn't have the halogen headlight option. And I'm not kidding. Yeah. So I had had to replace it. You can no longer get a non-halogen light. So one of them was as bright as a firefly. <laughs> the other one was as bright as two fireflies. Firefly. Um, yeah, that's nice. Really I do have a third brake light. Oh, oh you're uh, balling. Yeah, yeah. seriously. That's... I just want to throw that out there. What I year don't... is that thing? 95. <laughs> but it looks like an 82. Shoot, it does it not, look, not like look like a 95, dude. Or 95. Wow. It is the worst. I don't know. Hold on, you bag? <laughs> oh my god! In '95, they were so yeah, they were carrying a, a, a batch of airbags in the in the bed of the truck. All it is is truck. shrapnel. There's actually no bag. It just, it just <laughs> sprays shrapnel at you. Wait, is that a four speed or a five speed? 
five speed. Uh, and you do have to hold, you do have to hold the. Uh, that's that's why when you said that I was like, oh my god, yeah. an Isuzu carbureted. You do have it, to hold a tumbler when you turn the key to start I, it. It came with no key, so I had to start from scratch. I put it just a regular like a truck house thing. key, and it also came under the dash was a spare brand new hypodermic needle. And you never know <laughs> when you want to stab someone in the face with it, or you know you. Wow. And yeah. he does have a club he uses on it. I used to, yeah. That's kind of funny. Yeah. We actually have our own version of Motor Trend videos. It was, it was our best one, oh, actually, yeah. is That's us right. reviewing your oh, Mighty dude. Max. If you had your puppet, you could do head-to-head. Oh. <laughs> oh, it lives in Sacramento. Wouldn't that be amazing? If it hasn't blown up yet. I mean, I did the bearings. No. Yeah. But, um, Something yeah, to think about. Future project. Be... I think that's, well, that's what you're getting into now, right, is uh, shitty truck videos. Shitty truck videos. <laughs> <laughs> it worked for Roadkill. I mean, that's yeah, that is very awesome. awesome. And I don't know if you've yeah. been to SEMA lately, but it's quite it's the popular. shitty truck video Shitty cars, shitty trucks. It's what sells... Magazine? Bro dozers to the Trucks are where it's at these days. Yeah. Yeah. All right, before this trails down too far, yeah. tell me about the Lotus and how long you're going to keep it, how long you've had it. How did he What's year? the deal? One year, that's One it. One year. I decided when I turned 40, or when I realized I was going to turn 40, which was many, <laughs> many years ago, um, that I I should have something like real. I should stop with these stupid Volkswagens and get a sports like, car. And go get a real legit sports car. Mid-engine. So I had the 911. I had the Boxster. I had a Miata. And I'm like, okay, now, now comes something real. So I went and drove everything that I remembered liking back in the day, and I hated everything. And the reason is... Marin and San Francisco roads are very different than the rest of the country. Like the first thing I drove was an NSX and I'm like, I want, you know, I'm going to want an original NSX. Well, first gear gets you to 130 miles an hour and right. second gear gets you to 240. And I thought about the, the other, and the other issue is at full throttle, like that intake noise is incredible mm. at 4,000 RPM that not right by Jesus V6 sounds like a not right by Jesus V6. It sounds like you're in a friggin' Honda Accord or an Acura legend. Mm-hmm. And I just was like, wow, I'm going to be going up to visit arrow and second gear is way too long to deal with that. So I'll be at five grand in first and listening to that racket. Fuck that. And then, <laughs> then I thought, oh, well, this is like on the highway, it'll be better. Yeah. On the highway, second gear gets you to 75. I don't ever hit 70 where I live. Like everyone drives 50. So I'm doing 65. Yeah. Weaving through traffic. 64 and a half. Right. And yeah. then it scrapes everywhere and it has a huge turn. No, it doesn't. Oh. It scrapes everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. everywhere. Yep. And so I'm like, well, this isn't going to work. Like this and work. back roads, the tight back roads that we have. It doesn't work. I mean, I, I think it's good. And you want low-geared cars. Like, want, that's the thing. You want, want high yeah, short yeah. gears. Badass and back roads. It is badass. Yeah, NSX but... is amazing on big back roads. Yes. Yeah. Back roads that I have by my house are all second-gear stuff, know. which would be first-gear like stuff in that. Yeah. Dude, yeah. or like Highway 9, like the NSX would not be even in the top. Do, like, do Fairfax Bolinas Road in an NSX. Oh, you're it talking super Or like Tanitas Creek or something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's I know exactly what you're talking up in the North Bay. Yeah. So like I was like, oh, no, because I flew down to L.A to buy Edmunds NSX. Oh, oh that's, that's the car I bought. That's what he owned. The silver one. Oh my God. That that's was my hilarious. car. Yeah. Okay. Oh, and the, sh- the shocks were really bad when we when oh we God. picked it up together down there and it was scrape on everything. Yeah, on, on turns. So well, I test drove it with Michael Jordan. Yeah. I don't know if you met him when... No. Uh, okay. So he was, he had the car. So he sold it to the old, like, like some product guy and, uh, he owned it for a couple of years and then I bought it from him. Oh, funny. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I was going to buy that originally. That was in 2012. That was my last day at automobile was, was when I was going to buy yeah. that car. Yeah. Exactly. So it's documented. That's yeah. They actually hilarious. made like, it was like their final update. It, like Michael uh, sold it to, uh, I can't remember the guy's name, but one of the product guys there at Edmonds and then he had it up until I bought it like a couple of years ago. That's hilarious. That was, 
Yeah. So, yeah. Super random. World. Scraped everywhere. Sorry about the scrapes yeah. on your Well, head. I mean, he I, lowered I, it. I, well, they I talked about that. jumping put, it, too, at some point, yeah. right? They I put, were jumping yeah, it for I pictures. put KW suspension on it. I put KW varying two uh, coilovers on it, but I did lower it. Ironically, it actually scraped less, like in hauling ass conditions, right. but it was lower, so then you had to deal with Driveways. JDM angles and all kinds of bullshit. And I, I love the car. It just, for, for where I lived, like, it would have never made it up my driveway. It just would it just wouldn't have worked. Yeah. No, you got it. Um, yeah, but we talked about that quite a bit. Yeah, like, the Japanese cars had, you know, shorter gearing, and right. that was the way to go. I mean, that if, right. If it had shorter gearing and didn't scrape and had a turning radius, not the size of the entire turning county radius I live in, yep. um, <laughs> I would have bought that. But then I'm like, okay, so now what? Like, so I went and drove every Ferrari, 308, 328, 340, 355, hated them all, because gearing um and then the biggest heartbreak was i drove a 360 um spider hated it there was just no structural rigidity drove a 360 coupe and i'm like okay i could get used to this manual manual, of manual of course. Yeah. and then but the gears were so long it had no grip in corners that and noise like, oh the noise the, the noise outside is amazing the noise inside is nice uh, um and so i just i got in this ex, like existential crisis like fuck i'll never have anything good because i've driven because of my job, I've driven the best of the modern stuff. Yeah. And so you can go really old and then you don't compare it to the modern stuff and you can go brand new, but that sort of like 10 year old never, never land sucked everything. I hated yeah. everything. So I'm like, all right, I'm just going to buy a 4.7 liter Aston Martin V8 Vantage, which is kind of my top <laughs> choice. Like totally. <laughs> kind of and giving then, up though too. It's not, it's like a cruiser more than a sports car. No, those things are, they look like cruisers, but they are 100% sports cars. They're tiny. Okay. I trust they, you. Yeah. They really totally deceiving. They are like five inches shorter than a 911. They're huh. absolutely, they, they have this huge street presence, but they have like full sports car steering. They handle like sports cars. They're geared short enough, not any shorter than all this other stuff. But then uh, you're looking at like 60, 70, 80 grand. And I, that's like journalists don't make. What was that? Money. What was that one show that uh, Tanner Faust did? It was like, like it was supercars, not head to head, but yeah, uh, supercars super... unleashed or oh, fucking yeah. Sharkworks. They raced the yeah because yeah, uh, yeah. he he drove uh, that car against um, a fully built like STI, like a track like spec'd out Time Attack STI or something, and they did like essentially a head to head um, at uh, Horse Thief Mile I think it was which is a you know twisty you know Great road driving. and uh, and yeah and the, the Aston Martin actually like was very very close it was like 1.2 seconds off or something which is insanely impressive considering it was an off the shelf right. car with good tires on it uh, but he was talking about that specifically is like yeah that it it has like this image of being a Grand Tour but that's actually a very sporty car it is yeah. great steering great handling balance I mean I think they're beautiful they sound good the, they had a lot of the early the 4.3 liter cars weren't weren't nearly as good and then they did the the 4.7 was a major update and then in 2012 they did another update to it is that the, it got yeah, crazy. one of our buddies did a whole trip through europe like yeah the special yeah, edition it's like the, an n430 or n430 yes, is yes, what he bought yeah so that's what i want he did some crazy you know dream world scenario where he bought a car in belgium drove it all over europe and then sold it back to the dealer and then flew back <laughs> um at like a yeah. ten thousand dollars rally over yeah. there. oh my god uh, but he was yeah he was raving and ranting and he said the only thing that it lacked was a V12. So the so V12 up until up until last year's car was the the V12 Vantage had the non-variable valve timing mm. V12, which kind of didn't ever wake up. It just never sounded all that great and whatever. Then they put the variable valve timing car uh, engine in the <clears throat> V12 Vantage with that stupid paddle shift tranny that ruined the entire car. Mm. And then last year they did the seven speed dogleg V12 S with so the good V12 and a dogleg seven speed. And that is honestly the, my favorite press car of all time of mm -hmm. the thousands of press cars I drove. That's say it again. What year? 
So via 2015 or 2016, I think okay. it was Aston Martin V12 Vantage S seven speed dogleg manual. Wow. Um, I did a video on that one. And that was like a one or two year only car. That was one year only hundred. Yeah. Cars seven speed I think that's the one that he drove. Cause he drove one at the, cause he went to the Nurburgring in the N430 and he basically, uh, I guess he, the Aston Martin has a garage there mm-hmm. and he just like rolled up in it and they were super friendly and, uh, they let him drive it around for a little bit or something, but wow. he, not on the track. Yep. Uh, and he just like fell in love with it. That thing is, it's geared like a Miata. First gear is like 34 miles an hour. Second was 55. Mm. Third was like 78. That's You're fun. Ripping through and yeah. 560 horsepower. <laughs> yeah. When we tested it, it was faster to, to start in second. I mean, to do a launch in second. Wow. Um, oh, okay. And it was just all wrong, like in terms of generating numbers, but my God, was that car great. That's rad. And I can't afford that. So what I are those thought. One eighty nine. They were yeah, yeah. And then the normal Vantage, you can't afford the upkeep. They're not that. They're actually. I have three friends that have them now, and they're totally dead nuts reliable. Really? What, yeah. I have some customers that had them, and really, yeah. Oh, don't tell me this. I don't want to know. They were because uh... I still want a Vantage. But then I kept thinking, all right, if I can't afford eighty thousand dollars for for four seven, I don't want a four three Vantage. So what am I going to do? And I sort of went through my big nerdy spreadsheet I have of every car I've ever driven. I'm like, what did I have the most fun in? And it was one day that I had in at Vegas um, on track and in 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 the Exige when they first came out with the supercharged Exige. And I'm like, oh, maybe I can get an Elise, like a supercharged Elise. And voila, here we are. Is that uh, most fun to drive on your spreadsheet, like a z- one through 10? Yeah, I want to see you, the spreadsheet. The spreadsheet doesn't have rankings on everything. So it's okay. year, make, model, number of miles I drove it, yeah. and then a paragraph of comments. Oh, okay. Car I've ever or you don't get into weight and power or, and or suspension base, type. Base I mean, price. that's all available anywhere. Yeah. This is just a, for me to remind me like yeah. of my impressions very quickly. Yeah. Um, and I did a thing last year. If you saw my Instagram post, you may have seen that one last year where I, I looked at which car I drove the most miles in. Um, just, I, I do recall. Yeah, so, yeah. But I can go, I can look back and like, I, I can tell you it's, it's always really funny. People are like, what do you, what do you think of such and such? Like, you know, throw out a year make model. And I'm like, I'll tell, I'll, I'll, tell you what my memory is and then i'll go back and look at the sheet to see what i what i thought at the time <laughs> yeah, it's always fun to see if they they line up yeah that's so cool. has it lived up to your no. like that one day no 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 no, no. did it at first when you no. first bought it no no i yeah okay the reason i love it is it's geared short and it's light and it's totally impractical and stupid and i love the way it looks and the steering is unbelievable but all of the cars that we drove had the track package and mine's only the performance pack. And the difference is 10 mil or 20 millimeters in front tire. So the, the non, the, my performance pack is 175s up front and the other one's 195s. And the track packs are ass happy, completely sideways all the time. People spin them into trees constantly. And I kind of wanted that a little bit. Um, and this thing just understeers. Well, can't you put different wheels on it? I could put the bigger wheels and tires on it, but then I know what I'm, what I'm going to do. I'm going to try to slide it around a turn and I'm going to back it. You're tree. Crashing a tree. <laughs> so, so it's just, it's it. And the other issue is I don't remember the engine being this quiet. You, all mm. you hear is re is a supercharger wine. Um, uh, so once I get learning to actually sell me a fucking exhaust, um, <laughs> and then I can hear the thing, that'll address half of my concerns. And then the handling issue, I just I keep the car below ten tenths, and it's a it's a really great eight tenths car. Whereas you know the E thirty is a great ten tenths car. The 
2.316 is a great 11 tenths car. The Volkswagens are incredible 10 tenths cars. Like they're so wrong and so fucked up that they're so much fun. Then I just have to constantly remember, like, I don't need to be sideways because it's just going to end in understeer and tears. So, <laughs> mm. so yeah, I love it. I, I love it for what it is, but it's not the, the world has moved on in handling. And so that car, you either had a, perennial oversteerer that will get sideways if you do terrible things to it and then hold on because it's not going to end well or they were just twitchy and like randy always hated lotus elises you know and he randy popes who i did the show with doesn't like cars that require a lot of work um and he hated them because you turn in and they just threw themselves sideways i love that but in retrospect i don't think i want that for my own car that i drive on the street I'm not yeah, yeah. This Lotus. so how about what everyone says about those cars it's like yeah they're so fun but you can't live with them and it's so uncomfortable and da 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 yeah. hey, your fillings will fall out and no, you know all it, it this actually stuff. rides well. I it's mean fine. they're they're the biggest the, the only reason you can't live with it, other than the fact that everyone is trying to run you over constantly, you, the, you, it is too low and too small and no one can see you, is just getting in and out is like I'm just the, the high sill or the high sill yeah. and the low roof and I'm as big as you can be to get in and out of that thing comfortably without like I I don't have to take the roof off, but I have friends who are taller than me and they have to peel the roof back every time to get in and out. Oh, um, once you're in, it's super comfortable and it's it's actually super comfortable. Not, yeah. <laughs> it's re- it's really there's a ton of room. I wonder if it's a touring thing. Like cuz I I I've, I've ridden in them and driven them and like I just remember it being super brutal. Like the suspension the, was so the stiff. The track back is and, insane. Yeah, it's really stiff. Yeah. I mean like like the freaking, you know, any, I mean, forget potholes. We're just talking like irregularities in the road was like yeah. slam, slam, slam. And yeah. it goes through the entire chassis. Yep. Like, but I mean, I don't know. It could have been just the other track pack. That's so. what it is. Yeah. And that's why I thought, Oh, I'll just put track pack shocks and springs on it. And I was in a friend's car with that. And I thought, nope, not worth the trade off. Mm-hmm. Like it's just, it, then it's too hard. And I don't, I don't really want to track this car. Yeah. Um, they're it's an it understeers like the, i'd rather drive the rabbit on track um so yeah it just kind of didn't 100 percent live up to my memories but it's still it's it still was the best of what i need for where i live again i live in a strange place where the roads are really tight and really narrow and it's all first and second gear stuff and that car is sickeningly fast coming out of corners like at, the, at those speeds mm. but i can't slide it around which is, mm. you know. So, I mean, now that explains your love for the A1 chassis, though. Like that type of road, though, it's like perfect for that. It's like lift and stomp, lift and stomp, right? Mm-hmm. I this mean, is the yeah. problem is the Lotus doesn't isn't as fun as the Chiroc. <laughs> and actually, the Lotus, I don't kill me for saying this, the Lotus isn't as fun as my Cabriolet is. Wow. Whoa. <laughs> we love and that sort of stuff here. Cabriolet has oh, so much sense of occasion. You have a built motor, and it's like, it's like this girl's car with a built motor and a, and a drop top. Like, I saw you. Good. You drove that to Car Week, Monterey, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Oh, and yours has the, the flares and everything, right? Yeah, it's a late car with a clipper kit, which is the fender flare, side skirts, and spoiler, yeah. and the Euro lights. And then it's a 2-liter 16-valve with a 1.8 16-valve head. KR intake, so Euro cams and intake, a whole bunch of little tweaks that I did. So it's about 170 horsepower. Jeez. Weighs 23.99. That's with a sub insane. and I have heated seats, Bluetooth, bi- stock Xenons. interior like leather seats and all that. No, Mark II Jetta GLI Recaros. Nice. Um, That's what I had in my GTI. Yeah. Um, and but the car is just like your perfect daily driver. You hop into it like. You know, golf ball shifter, obviously, yeah. leather, leather wheel. But you hop into it, like, you don't have to climb into it like you climb mm. into the Lotus. It's just sort of easy to get in and out of. I can throw all kinds of friends and shit in the backseat. It pulls 0.96 on a skid pad on 
shitty Yokohama S Drive tires. Oh man! I mean, so oh, you actually done a real test? For oh that. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Instrumented test. 0.96 on S drives. So on one and a half wheels. I mean, it's basically like it's basically about to roll. Yeah, Randy drive the string. No, Randy. Randy wants to. Randy loves total VW. What video? I remembered your your BMW. You tested it against something. A current 340i M Sport. That's right. Yeah. Oh right, and yeah. It, All you it, did was tires on yours, RE ones or something. Well, I did more than tires. I mean, my so my wagon is it's two seven instead of a two five. Oh, stroker, yeah. And then um, full specy thirty suspension, mm-hmm. but instead of the race springs, I did sports because mm-hmm. I kept ripping front spoilers off. Um, and then spec tires. So all it is is basically a specy thirty wagon yeah. with slightly taller springs, and it passed the. If you look at the V box data, it actually passed the three forty i. M Sport track back twice in one lap. What? But ultimately finished seven tenths of a second slower on the lap because of how, how much slower it was. Yeah, line. but give me a break. That's it was that's insane. Pretty impressive. Randy yeah. was like, and you know, like I hadn't dialed it in. Like I was, I would have loved to spend a day with Randy and like, okay, what do I need to do? Yeah. And he, as soon as he got out of it, he was like, I put the it's an adjustable sway bar on the back, and I know Randy doesn't like assy cars, so I put it on soft assy cars. He calls it assy. <laughs> he likes cars that understeer a little bit. He wants a two on the understeer. Your scale. I like a zero or a minus one. I want the car to be sideways all the time. So I dialed in a little bit of understeer and he got out of it. He's like, I know I can shave four tenths off if you dump half the tank of gas and then another three, three tenths if you put that bar on full hard. And I'm like, here's the deal, Randy. You run, you run what you bring. Like we, the manufacturer shows up with a car. We fill it full of gas. And it is what it is. Mm. I, this was full tank of gas. You know, he's like, take your sub out. Take the spare tire out. And I'm like, no, it, it is what it is. I'm sorry. And, you know, that it just it irked me to no end knowing that I could have beaten the 340. Yeah. Well, but, well, you know it. I mean, I think that it's, yeah. it's realistic. Um, I just wanted to go back to something that I think Warren was going to get to. Uh, during car week, he mentioned that you guys had a little moment at a stop oh, yeah. sign somewhere. We were uh, in Carmel Valley, and I was in my E30, and I was telling these guys that it was like the most ridiculous car spotting event of in the world, right? There's crazy cars. And I see this cabriolet across the way, like we're at a stoplight. I'm like, I know who that is. And you were the only person that actually like looked at my E30 and was like, Huh. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> Anyone else was like, forget that thing. You know, really? It's, oh, yeah. It's Usually, pretty... I would I would expect that car would get it. Like, E30s I mean, would get attention. Yeah, but this dude, was Monterey. That was the craziest. 275 GTB. Oh, dude, I had people chase me. It was a wagon. I had people chase me down in the in the touring. No, but you were in your Cabriolet. Yeah, previous years. Oh, oh yeah. The Scirocco. I have, I have pictures. But the touring of... is a kind of a culty car, right? Assy culty car. It's right? an assy culty car. <laughs> Um, I have, funny, I was in the middle of a traffic jam in Monterey like five years ago in the Scirocco. Yeah. And I, it was in the, wound up in the middle of a Bugatti rally and we got stuck at this light again and all the guys in their Bugattis jumped out to take pictures of the Scirocco. <laughs> it's their little cousin. Like, what? And then I realized, well, there are 50 Bugattis here and only yeah. one VW. Yeah. It's like um, Lane always says, like well, the single VWs, mark right? car shows suck, yeah. you know? Right? Yeah. Um, so, so, I mean, it's, it's awesome to hear that you're, very aligned with like the DWA ethos of like analog car, simple, lightweight, tossable, nimble versus, you know, all out power, all out top speed BS. Right. Um, it sounds like you have a really good collection now. Like, is there a car that you feel is missing that you would like to add? Yeah. That V12 manage S. <laughs> yeah. I would, I would totally, if I, if I could afford that, that that's the one I, what about I, that versus nine, nine, seven GT three RS. I love that mm. GT three RS, but it's, it's a little Gear. serious. Gearing, oh, so first gearing. of all, gearing for all Porsches. Gearing, like I would have loved a 911 R, but sorry about the gearing. Um, the 
that GT3 is like serious, and I like cars with a sense of humor. Like there's, you know, the Astons are a little. You want a little more sideways, not as much just pure grip. And yeah, just I like mean, yeah, yeah. Those not. I mean, the GT3s love to be sideways, whatever. But that is like, you. Those are hardcore. Like I think that's an interesting way to explain it. Yeah, they're very I, sober, right? They're very yeah. they're they're insane, but they're very sober and they're scalpels. And I like cars that are a little dumb. Like for example, 180 horsepower cabriolet. Right? <laughs> I can't put its power down and mm-hmm. like flex frame flexes in half. But there's something silly about a V12 Vantage where you know it's scrambling for traction and, and like, it's not all single purpose. Right. Like they throw style in there too, yeah. which. You know, that's showing that there's uh, they're making affordances in one way or the other. They care less about zero to sixty. They couldn't yeah. care about about lap times. Mm-hmm. That's just not what that car's about. You get in, it smells really good and totally. it feels really good. So we call it we talk about sense of occasion a lot right. and I think an Aston Martin oozes that. Like yep. we we've specifically talked about Aston Martins. Like I mean, you know, even a nine nine sixty or nine nine seven G T three, whatever it may be, even a new G T three R S, it's like okay, it's got a spoiler, whatever kind of boy racery, but you roll up anywhere in an Aston and it's like it has that sort of yeah. you know sense of occasion to it like it's it's a beautiful car it's you know as you said yeah the leather smells really nice it's a great place to be and i have to say zero douche quotient right like yeah part of the problem yeah, with with some of these cars is, is what you're telling people around you yeah totally right? you're I, saying zero with the aston close to it really compared to like, you're you like just fancy dude right you're not douche or, like you pull up in a 458 yeah right come on right i'm sorry to say it but you're just douche yeah um lamborghini you're right i would feel I would feel way cooler in an Aston. I think Martin. a manual transmission Aston it catapults it to another level, right. you know, way less poser. But but I think like what what other like yeah Maserati sports car Maserati uh, coupe um, R eight all, all the AMG stuff. Yeah, you just kind of look. At, I hate I hate that, but but you kind of look like you bought the car. You're just that rich way. guy that bought the car because it's. The friend, your friends at Google bought them right. too, or something like that. This, yeah. And this was the hardest part about being a journalist for all these years. Like, I have to erase that and pretend yeah. that that's not an issue. Yeah, right. yeah. But really, that's, that's a big part of it. Like, I can say, yes, the current Corvette is really, really good. I would not own one. That was going to be my go to. So yeah, I would, like, I, I could never buy a Corvette, yeah. you know? And Mustang, Mustang guy. That GT350R is pretty fucking nice. So good. Yeah. Um, no. <laughs> no, I mean almost so, right? I'm almost the GT350R. <laughs> the R, yes, the regular GT350R. They're so expensive. I, I mean, they're so overpriced though. It's, it's crazy. No, but they're worth. Yeah, they're really? worth it. Be, hundred grand. Because we're in they're a world 100? where BMW can't build a car, right? That's mm, I, I, yeah. this is this is all There's new no alternative, to really, right? Right. What are you going to do? You're going to have yeah. an M4. Wrong answer. Mm-hmm. Sorry, yeah. It's a, yeah, totally. Everyone M4 in, GTS for 150 or whatever they 85 or whatever yeah. that they wound up being. And now M4 CS. And then it still sounds like a chainsaw. It's and huge. It's just, it's, it's huge. Like, yeah. and it's numb. And it's, I mean, we're in a really strange place where mm-hmm. I would genuinely buy an $85,000 Mustang over an M4 or an M3 or. Dude, just $85,000 Mustang is hard to say. But you still wouldn't buy the Mustang is the thing. No, I'd buy an Aston V. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. that's it. For 85000 bucks. when you're a journalist, you live in this world. Like, for $85,000, this is what you can get. And yeah. you have to put your blinders on and forget that there's a whole world of used cars. Right. And, right. sorry, right. no $85,000 Mustangs. First of all, no $85,000 cars from the <laughs> <Exactly. laughs> yeah. um, yeah. The Lotus was bad enough, but that was my... 
two-year late 40th birthday present to myself. Well, the good news is that it's still $35,000. Yeah, they don't. (laughs) They've never appreciated They've never changed price. And I found out after I bought it, they only sold 266 supercharged cars. Oh, oh, so that's a factory SC. Oh, shit. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Oh. And and I was like, wow, okay, the rarest car I've ever owned. Woohoo. Huh. Although technically the SL was rare. They made 166 manual. What the heck? I had no idea. I thought that only the Exiges were supercharged. Yep. So they it's made, a factory supercharged at least. Yep. Huh. So that R129 you had, you made you had to make crazy money on that thing. I did pretty well. I had a lot of time in that. Oh, okay. So, uh, you know, that was it was a two-owner car. It was blue, they, blue. Black, black, oh, black. Oh, there's um, another one. They were yeah. they were best friends. The guy went to the dealership with his best friend, owner two, went with owner one, drove him to the dealership to pick it up. And he said, all right, I'll take you to the dealership if you give me the car when it turns 10. And his friend did. So, I mean, it was two best friends <laughs> that owned the car the whole time. Nice. Um, and it was nice. But all those 129s, they have a million little things that they need. Yep. Mm-hmm. Interiors are just made of compressed crap. Did it yeah. get the wiring harness done? No, it was pre-harness. Oh, okay. So no harness issue with it. Um, and the the big trick, if you ever go to buy 129, yeah. is you have to get a black interior because all of the plastic bits crack, and they're only available in black. Oh, um, good knowledge. So I was looking, and I almost bought a smoke silver one, but it had tan interior. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you get a, the the reason I picked that one up, is it was seventy thousand miles triple black um so i was able to get all the interior trim pieces yeah and it had like just some drivability issues it was just you know it was a 70 something year old guy who had owned it for 20 years yeah and didn't notice things were not supposed to be this way sure you know, it's sure. not supposed to idle like crap for 10 seconds after it starts yeah um so i went through like a neurotic not job no and, way yeah, really? i know <laughs> and i did everything and then the best part was the bring a trailer auction people are brutal and they will uh, call you out on anything and the only thing i didn't do was replace his dayton daytona tires oh right um but they still had, they were 13 years old but they were still a tread on them the car never sat outside <laughs> yeah and i literally just done 150 miles an hour on the car on the way Jeez. i mean on a, crap. on a private road yeah and um yeah so clearly i trusted them yeah oh my god those comments were brutal and i'm like i kind of did i get shit from these guys for like four-year-old tires yeah so they were uh, yeah but they but but you know that was a that car is a really interesting car because it's incredibly rare um people don't realize that sl that and and you know is even available with that but that's that was a straight six that was a 24 valve variable valve timing Twin cam, 7,000 wow. RPM straight six. Whoa. Like, see? 7,000 Seven RPM? grand. Yeah. Like, wow. this was not a, like, oh, an old BMW smooth straight Ooh. six. Smooth as silk. I mean, it's smooth as V12. But Screamer, like, made all its power. Yeah, it's top. like a real motor. I thought, oh, yeah. I thought, I, was, I just thought it was a detune, detune, like, you know, everyone boring thinks three yeah. liter. Yeah. Sto- oh. All stock. All stock. Yeah. But comes alive at five grand and just, it never pulled hard because it was 4,000 pounds and, you yeah. know, and, and 227 horsepower, but it just pulled and pulled and pulled and pulled and just all the way to seven grand. Um, and it was a confused mission. It was an engine that should have never <laughs> really been in that car. Yeah. Like the 500 SLs are total. <clears throat> I made fun of Matt earlier, yeah. but really the 500 SL is a German hot rod. It's just, blah, 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 blah. you know, and they love to light up their tires and go. This thing was a delicate little high revving, Straight six yeah. in a heavy, heavy, heavy car. It didn't make sense, um, but it was really cool. That's what I'll be bringing to Radwood is a 93 300 CE. Oh, cool. Same, Same motor, motor but it's obviously not manual. You need to swap a manual on that thing. <laughs> I wish. This, this car's for sale. It's got 46,000 original miles. It's oh black, 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 black. And nice you going to sell it at Radwood? Maybe. 
Well, I'm going to put a post-it. Yeah, you can post it. I mean, the, the reason I, brought, I wondered, I asked about stock is because I feel like that setup with a good exhaust would sound awesome, like a little straight dueler head cam six. I can't imagine. Small that. displacement? What is it? What is Three it? liter. Three Two liters? equal Three length liters. headers and side exit exhaust. Hell yeah. <laughs> that would I, perfectly go with the character of the car. Yeah, exactly. I can't imagine anyone would have made an exhaust for that. I mean, yeah. that's the problem is who would flow that thing? No. Yeah, Let's chop it up hard. Yeah. But it, it <laughs> sounded really good. Exhaust. I should have taken video of it before I uh, before I sold it. Um, did you drive on, it? I much? did. I did. I have video of it. I'll, oh, really? I'll see if I can post. Did it you drive it much? Did you? Were you kind of yeah, like I did. just four thousand miles in a year? Oh, or okay. Years. Um, yeah, I put some miles on it, and I yeah. drove it down to L.A. It was in one of the videos that we did. Could you heel toe that thing, or the yeah. pedals weird? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The only problem with it is four pedals. So you, oh, you got the brake plus the parking well, brake. Yeah. So you come There's to a stop on a hill. No dead pedal. Oh. How do you how do you set your emergency brake? Oh, brakes? that is weird. How do you turn the car off? Like that was the weirdest thing. You have to like turn the car off with your foot on the clutch in gear and then declut like foot off the right, clutch and then right, on the right. e-brake. Cuz normally I would pull come to a stop, pull the e-brake yeah. and let the car settle and then turn it off. Yeah. You can't do that. Yeah. See, that's almost like a sign that they it wasn't really a sports car. It, it was, was a, really yeah, it, it was, was a touring a, car. It wasn't really a manual. <laughs> it was yeah, the manual was a It was trick. a very strange and it, it was dogleg too. I mean, that's the other thing. Yeah. Like people, this bizarre. It's a weird dogleg 7000 I love PM. it. Yeah, I love it. Um I cool love car. it too. Yeah. I I know one of these days I'm going to see one sell for 100 grand and I'm going to kick myself in the face. I know, but there's probably so many cars that, you know, could have would have What year was that? 92. Okay. I love yeah, the that's the good. Uh, it was two tone, but the second owner painted it black, black, like mm. painted the, the bottom, the bottom sills. Yeah. The early cars look so good to me. They're just, just so square, kind of squared square. off. Yep. Did yeah. anyone see if that the AMG um, R129 oh, sold on Bring a Trailer? It was a, it was a real AMG car from Japan oh, that wow. had been brought over, but it wasn't perfect, but uh, very rare. That body R1- kit is perfect. R129s are dirt cheap. I don't understand it. I want a 600 hot rod. R107s are coming up. Equal length headers on a That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, yeah. Formula F1. Yep. Oh, yep. God, the Japanese damn. guys. Yeah, Those so, things go like freight trains. They're just beasts. So it's a 9500 SL AMG 6.0. Yeah. Uh, 37,000 original miles. Black, black. Uh, it's at 8,500 right now with 12 hours left. Oh so my gosh. That's not going to sell. That's not going to sell for that. Yeah. It's, it's gonna, be, yeah, it might be a flurry at the end. Anything can happen in the last yeah. little, few hours. And it wasn't perfect. It had a bunch of kind of stuff that you're thinking, why don't you take care of that? Those kind of things in an, in an ad. My favorite, my favorite is the AC doesn't work. Probably just needs to recharge. It's like, right. well, why <laughs> do it? Just that's, recharge it then. Yeah, that's like twenty bucks. Obviously, it needs more so, than that. Some yeah. of the prices though lately at BAT, like I'm all for collector cars gaining value. Oh no, it's absurd. But oh my god, it's absurd. Like, I don't know if you saw. I don't know if I should be talking about individual cars, but there was yeah, talk a, away. There was Type R that sold today. Was it the white one? Thirty thousand five hundred. It sold the ninety-seven. <gasps> yeah. There's one last week um, for forty grand. Was the, it really the black uh, black Type R? Yeah. Here's what? the thing: it's E30 M3 status. And now. The other one that's that I got crazy. Me, there was a ninety uh, eighty. I don't remember what year. Big bumper E30 325i convertible, mm-hmm. and I feel so bad for the guy who bought it. Oh my god! I saw that thing. Twenty-one thousand five hundred bucks or twenty-one. What? Whatever. Yes. Hold on, but did you can get from it for the thumbnail? I'm like frame spent on that car. Like every body panel yeah. is poorly fit. I, that, I'm totally exactly. But it's a metal bumper car. Everywhere you look, there's no? there's rust on the sills. Wait, what? I don't understand. I think it was a, I, people. Two I people wanted it. Or something. And the guy, the guy's making all kinds of comments. Like he got the greatest deal in the world. Good for him. Super I low mileage. 
was 60 something. Oh, I thought it was lower than that. Um, and it was a strange color. It was like a dark silver, silvery blue. Yeah. Um, but the interior had been done in vinyl yes. poorly. Yeah. It had the um, shitty steering wheel, shitty shift knob. It had bottle cap wheels on it. Dude, you can yeah. get those Rust. for $3,000 all right? day. Rusty, well, not with that mileage. For but... a convertible? Mm-hmm. Metal bumper, huh? That's weird. Crazy. We always say, get like, if someone wants to get an E30s, you can buy a convertible for cheap. Because you, you can. Know, they, they'll continue to get more expensive. Yeah, they've got yeah, 20,000. A friend of mine 50. just bought a 50,000 mile 92, so small bumper, yeah, 325i, with red with tan interior, which is a great color combo on that car, for 16. And he was nervous to tell me because he was like, I spent all the money on this car. And I'm like, ah, look yeah. at this one that just sold on Bring a Trailer. Yeah. Ooh, for a five grand convertible more. or? A- convertible. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, a 92 small bumper, yeah. 325i, super Good looking car, yeah. Um, and literally, it's, it's. I mean, I've I've had many E30s. It's the cleanest E30 I've ever seen. Wow. And he bought 16. Yeah. So I think this guy yeah, paid that's, yeah, all the money. It's, it's all the money, but it's it's for a perfect collector Yeah, BMWs are going crazy. The 2002s 9-11s have dropped off. Finally. They're uh, like G-bodies. There was one sold today for like 27 grand oh, for sure. uh, like a, I don't know, decent looking SC. White, you know, good That's, color and everything. So that, they need to come down a little bit yeah. so I can have them. Yeah, they're getting into the, you know, <laughs> I think you can get a good car in the twenties now. Yeah. That's about so, right. And, but I'm, I'm, I'm happy. Let E30s keep going up. Yeah. I mean, they've done a lot in the last couple Especially of years. Especially those tourings. They deserve it. Too many of them in the country. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, that not silver as, one. They're all rusty though. One, locally. There's a gray one for sale. It's been on, on Craigslist for like three months now. Oh my God. Um, it's, I don't know what's up with it. Cloth interior. Uh, non-sport seats, uh, but the whole front end is like a slightly different color, so I don't know if it's been wrecked, but it's been up for, uh, I want to say a couple months even, maybe. I what does he want for it? I don't know, like 10 Gs, I think, oh, something wow. like that. Yeah, yeah, it's so weird. Do you think of selling yours, or is that a keeper? I, I sold it once to a friend. Oh, that's she right. Sold it back to me. Yeah. Um, that was, you know, out of pure necessity. Like, you got to put your kids in your orphanage when, you know, we can't feed them. Um, <laughs> I had nowhere to put it. Yeah. Um, and she had it for three years. And now that I have it back, I, I, I can't, I kind of can't imagine. I think if I had to get down to three cars, it'd be the Scirocco, the E30, and I know you're all going to laugh, but the cabbie. Dude, the cabbie sounds badass. It's assy, you know? You like assy. It's assy, it's on two wheels, (laughs) and it's it's the only car that I can drive around like with friends in it. Yeah. Like it fits. Sense of occasion. Can can DWA get first rider refusal on the sixteen valve? On the Mercedes? Yeah. Sure. Ooh, it's going to cost you. It's going to really cost you. We have, yeah. we have money bags over here. So this is great. <laughs> one, one of us will buy it. That's Dude, true. Uh, so this is great podcast material, but it's uh, an 88320i with an M20 uh, M25 swap in it. But I don't know. It looks a little tired, but he's asking twelve grand for it. But I don't know. It's on SFA or Craigslist. That doesn't... I mean, I'm looking really quickly at the photos, and that doesn't... 12000 bucks for... And it's right-hand drive? And it's, it's no. California stickers? No, I don't think it's Cal- it's California regged, is uh, it? Hey, Brian. Yes. Have you noticed how cold it's been lately? I have. It seems like Brian doesn't notice because he's got a new sweatshirt. Oh, oh yeah, that's why. I, I need to pack it with extra, extra clothing. Uh, no more uh, Mexican blankets for you. No, they pair well with Mexican blankets, actually. Oh, you go double. You go heel-toe apparel... New hooded sweatshirt and the Mexican blanket. Yes, it's not a it's bad a idea. Good combo. All right, did you combo. did you wear your heel and toe 
apparel uh, sweatshirt yet? Hell yeah, I have. It is super nice. Uh, it's you also, got the little hipster thin one. Dude, I got the hipster thin one. You know, it's, it's it, you know, I live in San Francisco. You never know if it's going to be sunny, if it's going to rain. Four seasons next, a day. You know, four so you need layers. So, you know, this thing's thin enough, but it's warm enough when you, you got, you know, 65 degree weather out. And when it gets warm, you just pull that thing off, throw it over your shoulder and just hipster away. Get a, yeah. little, caf- get a little cappuccino. Super cozy. Nice Super material cozy. as always. Yeah, I got like the asphalt one. I think it's. Oh, called. did you so hear like- what? So they, uh, he's the new discount code is um, heelandtoeapparel dot com forward slash dwa twenty five because it's it- arts elusive twenty five percent off. <laughs> oh damn! Are we doing like the little? Yeah, it's like the down forward backpack. What is it? The up down contra left code. Right, exactly. Yeah, so uh, you know our <laughs> so backstory. Uh, this is a, the, um, heel and toe apparel does ads on our show and they sell like, you know, car shirts and stuff. Um, they're cool super ones. cool. They're Very really cozy and nice. And the, type that, the type that when you touch them, you immediately want to buy them. You know, they're just so yeah. soft and they're not, 25% off. Yeah, exactly. And they're not super nerdy or anything. I mean, they're, they're kind of so nerdy that well, most people don't really know what it is yeah. kind of thing. I think, well, so he actually wrote me a message and said, because I had commented that they're nerdy but cool. And yeah. He liked that so much that he said he's going to incorporate that into his shirt nice. at some point. Oh, my but God. they're that cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, so Art tried to do an ad read for them once, and it just turned into this <laughs> clusterfuck. He could fucking finish it. Yeah. He could not do it. He kept saying 25% he's off. making up discounts. It's supposed to be 20% off. <laughs> I just and, I keep a serious face. And, and, and you can keep a serious anything and i actually uh i put the b-roll the whole clip in the show like th- th- three boring or entertaining minutes of wow. art just fucking up i didn't realize you and, put that whole thing oh yeah, oh yeah yeah and uh so that's how scott heard about it heard the about the 25 percent and <laughs> that's uh, how he heard about his own discount yeah exactly <laughs> that it wasn't real but yeah. now it is uh um, right, dwa 25 is the code yeah dude just in time for the holidays. so it's just heel and toe com forward slash DWA25. You could also just go and check out and 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 there's a you know, little place a to put box that. to put the code. Yeah, so it's DWA25. Stupid question. If I go there and I do forward slash DWA50, will I get 50? Oh, no. <laughs> you know what? I just want to try that. You, you should try that. DWA95 and it's yeah. real cheap. Yeah, real cheap. I like uh, it. There, you probably, uh, if you haven't heard of the brand, you've probably seen some of their stuff. They're uh, purveyors of the save the manuals movement oh, yeah. so you've probably seen that around yep yes yeah, so sure. they push that gear yes. um you'll probably recognize their um traction control off symbol <laughs> like classic <laughs> triangle yeah. with it. so that, i always get asked questions about that like i work with a bunch of tech nerds and they're like what what, what is that right and then you have to explain it and it doesn't make any sense anyway. yeah and <laughs> you just spray them in the face with like hairspray or <laughs> yeah, exactly. my face. see nerdy means. but cool right. yeah like uh gotta be in the end warren just got the no limits shirt yeah, so, so it's, it's the, the Euro Autobahn. Autobahn. No more speed limit sign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I think I all it. I have, like my entire I know. wardrobe, is is <laughs> like car related. How much like stuff do you have, stuff. right? I'm sure. Yeah, what yeah, I have another a yeah, sure. T-shirt yeah, on yeah. it. Both of them. Uh, I think it's that time. Go for I it. I think it is. Do you know that we have trivia on the show? It's trivia time. Um. Okay, we've been talking a lot about. Uh, different weights, sizes, widths, whatnot. Weights and measures. Um, Marco and Scirocco versus Subaru Justy. Which is heavier? Mm. Mm. Subaru Justy being all-wheel drive. Yeah. Some models. 
Oh yeah, is it the all-wheel drive one or is it the front-wheel drive? I, vol- I think you're asking too many drive. questions, Lane. Uh, front-wheel drive. Did they make a front-wheel drive model? I'm gonna say Justy is lighter. Justy's lighter. I agree. I'm gonna say Justy's heavier. Because it's all wheel drive. I think Justy's probably like fifteen hundred and something. They're saying early Scirocco's were nineteen fifty. Do you agree with that, Jason? Uh, that seems heavy. That seems really heavy. Nineteen yeah. fifty. I think seventeen. That's with all the groceries. Subaru Justy, nineteen fifty. Really? What? They were that heavy? Is that crazy? Those, those things were tiny. I know. Yeah. Um, they could be the all wheel drive. What is it? Brian goes last. What is a Corvette C four way? Thirty-two fifty, three thousand ninety. Damn, Lane's guess is really good. Yeah, super good. Um, thirty-three hundred, thirty-two fifty-one. Lane wins thirty-two thirty-nine. Dude, oh, that's this guy. Dude, Corvette guy. Yeah. <laughs> Look at him. Never. He's always been a Corvette guy. By the way, can I just go throw those? Dude, out that's there? like There's... exactly the same weight as a Skylark. Yeah. <laughs> that's weird. That's, that's weird. weird. That's like your thing. Um, so, Corvette wait, has, has Subaru ever made a non-all-wheel drive car? Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Tons. Well, I mean, like old, yeah, Justies. Dude, they had front-wheel drive Justies, yeah. and they had all-wheel drive. Tons. Yeah, the, the, every Subaru in America has submitted yeah. all-wheel drive shit. Only happened in the last nineties. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's talk about some length. Ooh. <laughs> Are we going to get some girth at some point? Or? Um, I want Mybox 62 versus 600 Pullman. Okay, well, Mybox 62 is 6.2 meters long. It is, uh, but they they have a Pullman. variance here. <laughs> oh. It says this many inches to this is what they varied. For whatever reason, there's a oh. 0.2 inch. A range. Metal stretched or something. 0.2 inch range. Um, so which was longer, the 600 Pullman? And by the way, they made that Hold freaking- on, the original 600 Pullman? Yeah. Oh, my box is longer. The, they made the Pullman 1963 until when? So we got two questions here. Yeah. This is a bonus <laughs> question on the 63 to 89. That, it was a long time. Long ass time. Was it as long as the my box though? 81. 1963 to 81, they made that fucking gangster-ass 600. Dude, Mercedes likes to stretch their cars out. Dude. I know, but that's... R107 so was 70, 72 to 89. Yeah. So, that's so crazy. The Pullman is longer than a 62 by just a little bit, like basically two inches. But, but there's a variance. There was, that- yeah, basically there was a two tenths of an inch variance. Oh, okay. So not still longer. It was probably pre, pre-facelift. Or pre- yeah, exactly. Like probably like a bumper sticks out, right? Which is insane. Um, okay, last question. Which is wider? Ferrari Testarossa, 80s version. Or anything? The Ferrari. <laughs> or the new Bugatti Chiron? Chiron. Wait, which is what? Wider. Wider. Oh. I'd, I have to say... I have to say Sharon. Yeah, it's, you have to say the new car. That tester is new cars are so fat. Huge. Yeah, just look that way though, right? Oh, it's short really and wide. Was. It was mad. This is like 83 inches. It's, it's some obscene length. A Miata's way. width. A Miata length. It's wide. weird though because when you sit in the Testarossas, they don't feel that. They don't yeah, feel that. Well, oh, because so it's the rear together. Yeah, yeah, yeah the haunches, like, right? The, 13 yeah. the seats are close together. Inches, That's why you're, yeah. yeah. I'm going to give it to the Testarossa. I am too. Chiron's really wide, though. 
the Bugatti is two inches wider wow. than a Testarossa. So Testarossas are fucking How wide. wide? Eighty. It is. Uh, I just lost it. Um, eighty point two. Eighty point two. And That's the, suburban. Yeah, right? <laughs> That's wow. crazy. Yeah, 80.2 <laughs> and a Testarossa is 77.8. Wow. So, wow. not too not Super too close. far off, right? But that one obviously doesn't have a Koenig wide body kit on it. That's true. Good point. <laughs> Fender flares, RWB, whatever, I don't know. Whatever you're into. <laughs> <laughs> RWB Testarossa. <laughs> Stance Christmas. walk or what is it? Liberty walk? A Liberty walk, yeah. yeah. Liberty rock. Um, Jason, thanks so much, man. Thank you guys for having me. Been a been a pleasure. Hope we yeah. can do it again. We'll see you at Radwood. That was fun. Absolutely. Yeah. You'll be in the E thirty, right? E thirty. Um what are you gonna wear? Uh probably jeans and <laughs> uh-huh. shirt. that has something right. to do with car stuff like uh perfect. Like a, uh-huh. it's probably an eighties car thing. Like, I have no idea. A like a wig thing. or I something. I don't even know what I'm wearing now. A wig? <laughs> Harry Maybe Bob, a what heel into apparel. I don't know. I, perhaps. I could I yeah, I don't really think about well, just think about it. Now you have some time. Well, how did you? What, okay, here, here. What was your like regrettable style oh, that you yeah. had in like the eighties or nineties when you were a kid? Yeah, like twelve. Or what was old. something you did? Did you shave lines in your head? I no, did that once. I managed to never shave line in my head. Did you I have parachute pants? Pants. I did. Um, so earrings. Zeke Cavaricis. Oh, there you I go. Did earring. Earring. Oh, dude. <laughs> earrings. Parachute pants. There it is. Did you have a shark watch? Did you yeah. ha- wear Oakley blades? I still wear Oakley blades. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I have no change. Nothing. Just come down. Yeah. Single, <laughs> like a single dangling cross earring would be rad. Oh. <laughs> style. Wow. Yeah, then I have to re-pierce my ear. Yeah. Clip yeah. on. Clip on. Clip on. Well, it's yeah. worth it. Well, Fine. handkerchief I'll... around the wrist. That's it. I'll, I'll just come dressed as George Michael. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, Perfect. my God. You would win, Radwood. Win. Best in show. <laughs> so there is actually a contest. No, there isn't. But if no, there, there actually, there there actually is be. a prize for Joe oh. Best Dressed. Yes. Oh, good. Yeah, there's a... Yeah. Yep. I can't and see... George Michael drove... Uh, the Scirocco, right? right. Yeah, do with the touring. I yeah, dude. I wonder what he did. He will be your father for your bad ass Scirocco. Yeah. Maybe oh, David Bowie before we him. before we leave, I want to um, pimp out a movie I watched last week. Oh god, that's probably horrible. <laughs> this is Lane's uh, this is Lane's <laughs> movie review section. Podcast. I thought we were turning um, this episode off. And I forget what the movie's All called. Right. Oh, The Wraith with um The Wraith with Charlie Sheen from 1986, I believe. Ooh. You ever see it? No, no one's ever seen it, dude. I had never seen it. Our buddy Eric, um, was it five hundred E Eric? Was it directed by Cocaine? Basically, <laughs> he comes back from somewhere and he's driving this um, Chrysler Laser. Or I forget what it's called. It's some crazy like aero concept car thing. Oh. And it, basically, these guys are street racing, and they're they're really bad guys, right? <laughs> Yeah. And um uh Ron Howard's brother is one of the bad guys. Oh. And uh and basically they're like racing they're like pulling people over on the road, they're stopping them and then they're racing them for their slips, like basically making them to race for pink slips. Mm-hmm. And then they're beating them all with this like C the one guy is a C3 Corvette. And then all the other guys have like Dodge Shadows don't and give stuff a, like don't that. Don't give it away. Dude, it's <laughs> freaking insane. Sounds yeah. really good. The Wraith? Yeah. 86. Charlie Sheen. And, uh, gacked out. 
Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sweaty. A lot of sweat. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's it's really good. Like dude. Jack Black and Tropic Thunder. You, you got to check it out. Okay. Well, and that concludes uh, Lane's, Lane's shitty movie shitty review. Yeah. Yeah. It's very 80s, and uh, very the rap. cars are amazing, dude. And he rides around with like a, like an enduro motorcycle and stuff. Perfect. Awesome. Wow. All right, well, on that note, I'll see you guys next week. Bye. say everyone holds all these horrible things against their parents my mom was great as a as a mother she fucked up once and she fucked up big and it was she wouldn't let me have any 30 damn so i leased a 94 corolla dx